Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Another live production of the Open Mind Broadcast Network here in Brenham, Texas. Gonna give you some live coverage for tonight's game. It's gonna be the Red Buccaneers hosting the Northeastern Oklahoma Millionaire College alongside me here. Given the game, I mean, today I can say, will be another than Allen Bowers. And given the stats tonight, well, today, sorry, it'll be Cameron Singleton. How you doing, Mr. Bowers? I'm doing just fine. It's a little hot, but <laughs> you can't ask you too much. Yeah, it's kind of different. You used to do the games at 7 o'clock, but they changed the times up 3 o'clock, and that's when they're going to get this thing set. We're about nine minutes to kick off. We're going to some, some quick stats for tonight's match. We're going to see for tonight's match. We're going to see for tonight's match. But for today, we have Northeastern College. They have an overall 4-1 they won last year, the Defeated Glenn twice last year, once during the regular season. Second time to eliminate them in the postseason. So Glenn is kind of seeking out revenge right now and just trying to prove their dominance. And we need to take that away. You want to say that, Mr. Bowden? But uh, <laughs> give some quick point updates right now. Texas defeated seventh ranked Oklahoma by score forty-eight to forty-five. Kentucky is playing Texas A&M. That kicked that sixteen-one. Houston defeat Tulsa by score forty-one to twenty-six past Thursday. Uh, Missouri was trailing South Carolina by score of twenty-three to thirty-one. Northwestern was defeating. Michigan by a score of 22 to 19. The reason why I mentioned that because North Wrestling was unranked and Michigan State was ranked. It's kind of a little upset of us. They were in the fourth quarter that last time. And then TCU and Texas Tech played each other Thursday um, at 6.30. And then Baylor and Kansas State will face off against each other tonight. Um, Dick Clark gets the kickoff, or t- kickoff time for that. We'll try and stay on top of those scores for you. But we here we are here live in Brenham, Texas. Again, Brenham, excuse me, the Glen Buccaneers will be hosting the Northeastern Oklahoma Norsemen. Just set to get ready for kickoff. We need some, some more of the stats. Um, Glen comes in averaging a total of 547.4 total of offense. They get 252 of those on the ground and 295 of passing. And then they come in averaging 49.6 points per game. So the Glenn Buccaneers have an explosive offense and just trying to keep that, that thing going so they turn things around, bounce back from the loss from last week. But it is a 
nice turnout here in Brenham, Texas. Kind of, I want to say hot, as you can say up here. They, they kind of bailed us out, not giving us no AC, but luckily they did provide us with some windows to let some air circulate through here. We are about five minutes and 32 seconds remaining. Should we get this thing kicked off? We're going to take a quick break right back after this. Turnout here today, but 
Flynn has won the toss and elected to receive to start off the game, so they will be moving from our right to left. Start off the game soon. Norseman from Oklahoma will get it to receive the start of the second half. But nevertheless, the Blinn Buccaneers are going to get to start this ball game. About get ready to go straight on Northwestern. I'm running from the tunnel here. How you want to call it? Coming from the tunnel, just going to the end zone. Both teams are hyped up. Both are four and one here, trying to improve to five and one. Blinn Buccaneers are trying to prove to three and one in conference. Didn't quite get the conference record for Northeastern. Um, I looked all, all all day and all night on the website, but couldn't pull up anything. Set to go here. Northeastern kind of chanting now, Just taking their time now. Kind of talking to the Glenn Buccaneers sideline as they run out. You can kind of feel the tensions already in this ball game. Glenn Buccaneers are going to be playing with a chip on those on their shoulder to try and bounce back from last year being defeated twice by this team. Even though you do have a lot of new faces on this team, a lot have returned, so they do. Remember the beating that they put to the Glen Buccaneers. They're just trying to change the outcome and change, turn things around. So back deep to receive the kickoff for the Buccaneers. We need number 13, Danny Gray, and number 8, O'Shea Clark. They're going to be standing at their own about 10, 9-yard line. Just like we just kind of waiting on Northwest. They're just kind of like taking the time a little bit. Playing Buckley Edge is just ready to get this thing started. Do the kickoff for North will be number 99. We want to say Tommy Heavenly. He's going to be kicking from his own 35. You ready? How you feeling today, Mr. Bowdy? I know. It's about your first week or second year in attending Blaine, so you have to see your Blaine Buccaneers to sneak out a victory here. Uh, yeah, this will be my first time for uh, being at the school. So as a, as a fan, <laughs> yeah, I'm too much violence tonight, so. Set to go here. Has in this kickoff team ready. Kick it up. Back deep two. Said it was going to be Clark. Clark has some room to run. Trying to hit the outside corner. Trying to fall off the block. Has some room to run. Still in the sea at the 20, at about 25. Trying to be wrapped up by a couple of Norsemen. And say Clark got to about his 26. So that's where the Buccaneers will get this start off the game. And the Buccaneers are coming off of a loss from last week. So Kennedy Valley by score, 42 to 21. Trying to turn things around this week here at home. So boys, bringing his offense out on the field. You got two receivers to the left, two to the right. Boys going to come out in the shotgun formation. You got Grace there in the back room with them. The corners are pressing up kind of tight for the Norseman. 
High snap for Boyd. He's going to hand it off to Alex, excuse me, to Grace. And Grace is coming, hits the outside corner. He has to run that now to his own 40 pillows. He's finally tripped up. See what that was. 42. Carlos Grace, I'm sorry, I said something. I had a player last night by the name of Summers. So it's time to get back to him. That was about a 17 yard gain for Carlos Grace. So Boy brings off that half a moon right. Pass is going to be a, attempted to go to number one. Eric will carry weak fall, but out of his hands. So that's going to bring off second down and ten now for the Buccaneers. Ball's going to be spotted at their own 44 yard line. Shotgun formation for Boy's going to hand it off to Carlos Grace once again. Carlos Grace trying to bounce off, trying to find some room to run. But finally gonna be brought down. There is some late commotion going on at the end of the play. Luckily no one got flagged up for it. So Carlos Great last run went for no yardage. So like a third down and ten now for the Buccaneers. The Norseman defense trying to get a quick stand right now. Trying to get the offense out on the field. Boyd in the shotgun play. She got three receivers to the right, one to the left. Boyd has some time to throw. That's going to – the intended receiver going to number 12, Corey Smith. Boyd had a little time to throw, but kind of got rushed out of the pocket just a little bit by the, before he could look for an intended receiver and kind of just rushed that last throw to Smith, but it was just too low, and that was a reach for him. So that's going to bring a fourth, up, fourth down for the Buccaneers. Two punt for him will be number 93. Cassis standing about his own 30 back deep to receive this punt. Number two is what I'm seeing. We are hot snap out of his head, and Cass is just going to fall on it. And Cassis falls in about his own 21 yard line, and that's where the Buccaneers will give the Norseman will get this to start off their first drive at the Buccaneers' 21st yard line. 13 minutes and 40 seconds to go in the contest. And the Norsemen have great field position to start off their first drive. Such a great start play. You would expect that to go three out to the next. Yeah, the next drive. Look, if you're a Blend Buccaneers fan, you had a good opening drive on the run by Carlos Grace, but then the next drive, in a way, you went three and out. So as the Norseman is ready to go, quarterback looking for his receiver, and he caught it. Nice concentration on that pass. Man, he's like number 16. Uh, like I'm sitting number 10, but don't have a number 10 on the roster for Norseman. So we're just going to see who we can find out who that is. So, so he's going to go back to the shotgun for Mason. Going to hand it to his running back, number 25, Darian Williams. And he picks up about two yards on that last run. That pass went. The previous play went for about seven yards. So that's it. He's going to bring up a third down and two now for the Norseman. They're standing at the Buccaneers' 13-yard line. And Buccaneers' corners. First up here, not trying to give up a first down on a quick slant. Ruffling me. Kept by the quarterback. He's going to be stopped 
for a loss of two yards. So the Buccaneers defense doing a nice job not giving up the first down. And then the Norsemen, the Golden Norsemen, are going to just bring out their field goal unit out, trying to tilt what it seems like a 34-yard field goal for the kicker, Heatherly. Buccaneers did a nice job of controlling all the options right there, keeping everything in the backfield. Heatherly kicked it up, and it's no good, but there is a penalty mark on the play, but I'm assuming this is going to be an offside going against him. This is an offside. It's going to push him. It'll be a five-yard pin. It's going to be an automatic first down. So a, a mental breakdown for the Buccaneers. The defense did a nice job of stopping the gold, the Golden Norseman on the great field position. But that penalty market just cost you a whole instead of first down, instead of down four. North East is off on First and ten now for him. Ball's going to be spotted at the Buccaneers' 11-yard line. 11.52 remaining in the first quarter. We still have no score in this contest. Quarterback is in the shotgun from Mason. We have two receivers to the left, one to the right. Looking for a receiver to pass, but this is going to be another penalty mark on the play. It might, it might be passing a finish on that play. The ball was nowhere near the receiver, but both teams, both receiver and the receiver got tangled up on that play.
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are here at Brenham, Texas, as the Blaine Buccaneers are now trailing the Northeastern Oklahoma A&M College by a score of 7-0 here in the first quarter. The Norsemen capitalized on the great field position that they had to start off that drive, started at the Buccaneers' 21-yard line, and got bailed out with the onside kick. Heatherly missed the 34-yard field goal attempt, but the onside gave them the automatic first down. They were to capitalize on that, and that was number 25, Darian Williams, in the four-yard touchdown run. Heatherly kicked off now, will be maintained by Clark at his own 10-yard line. Clark trying to shake off the still on his feet. Shake off a tackle, but finally going to be tackled from behind. They're going to get this back to his 14-yard line, and that's where Blaine will get to start their second drive of the game. 11 minutes and 30 seconds to go in the first quarter. North, West, Northeastern leading by a score of 7-0 over the Blaine Buccaneers. And you can kind of see already that Northeastern is kind of showing the dominance, playing with a lot of confidence right now, just trying to build up off of it. Came out on the field that way when they were screaming at us. <laughs> <laughs> Set to go here. Boys going in the shotgun formation. You got two receivers to the left, two to the right. See, Carlos Grace in the back room. Welcome to head off the Grace. Grace trying to hit the outside, trying to find a hole and get a nice run out. He's going to say get about eight yards in that run. going to break up. About a second and two now for. The Buccaneers, the Buccaneers trying to get a goal off the ball. Now you got six receivers. The left of the ball, you got one over there. That's weak off to his right. Boy, look at the pass. Has an intended to the ball. Just go to Carlos West. Make the move. Still on his feet. And probably tackled by an engine. But there is a penalty marker on the play right now. If it stands up, it will be a three-yard reception. Enough for the first down for the Buccaneers. It's a nice sportsmanship by Oklahoma and them. Yeah, just the best. Kind of broke his ankles there. Had enough to pick up the first down. Look, he's going to go against a 15 yard penalty going against Northeastern. He'll be attacking on at the end of the play. He's going to send this thing at about the 27th. Well, 26, Spalding not going to be spotted at the Buc- excuse me, the Buccaneers' 40-yard line. Boy, and his offense ready to go. Carlos Grace in the back comes with the boy. High snap for boy. And boy, Fox will give it back to Carlos Grace. And Carlos Grace is going to be tackled for a loss of about nine yards from that last run. Buccaneers. 
to the Buccaneers trying to take some chances downfield early in this game. So they have a lot of speed within their wide receivers. The boys not going back in the shot. But you got a new solution right now. Let's take a look at the boys Boys stepping back. Fuck him. Going back to break. Break has to move the ball. He's not going to be stopped at about the Oklahoma 29-yard line. About a 40-yard reception from Boyd to Gray. So, Buccaneers keeping that low huddle ball right now. There is a stoppage to play right now. This is going to go against the Norseman. That's going to be a five-yard penalty. Legal substitution is going to be first and five now for the Buccaneers ball is going to be spotted at the Norseman 29-yard line. Meaning the 24-yard line now. Boy's going to hand this off to Carlos Grace. Grace kind of spinning off some tackle skills on the seat. Finally going to be brought down. After picking up, getting the four progress about two yards in that run. So to make up a second down, I want to say about four to go, four. Yeah, second down and four for the Buccaneers. Nine fourteen remaining in the first quarter. Oklahoma A and M was on top by a score, seven to zero over the Buccaneers. Boy's gonna fake the head out. He's gonna hit the outside cutter, but he's gonna be wrapped up immediately. But the ball is loose. The ball is loose. And Oklahoma A and M is saying that they have it, and the head official finally confirms it and says that. Oklahoma A&M does come up with the fumble, and that's where Oklahoma A&M will get it to start their next drive of the game at their own about 27-yard line. Not the things you want it to go. If you're a Buccaneers fan, things are moving smoothly that, that last drive, but Boyd tried to keep it himself and tried to hit the outside corner on the design run option, but it was met immediately, and the cause of that fumble was number 94. Later on, Stokes, defensive back, and got in that backfield pretty fast. That's just what's going on. Kind of got a stoppage in the play. The head officials kind of talking to the same Buccaneers sideline right now. I don't know they're trying to put time back on the clock. Now the officials just trying to shoot real quick. Don't know it'll be enough to take a timeout right now. What's going on? I guess they're just trying to give a break. I'm not sure what's going on. Yes, I now the officials can just going to take a timeout, so we'll take a quick timeout. I'll be right back after this.
Hi, this is Mike Prince, the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We want to thank you so much for being a part of today's program as we've been providing sports coverage for our local and regional high school and collegiate student-athletes. We could not get this done without your continued support. We are asking if you would simply visit our website at obnradio.com become a listening partner to help us continue providing programming. We ask if you could join forces with us by making a commitment of 17 cents a day. It comes out to $5 a month, $60 a year. We will be able to continually to go out and provide you the up close and personal interviews, game coverage, student athlete highlights, and much, much more. Please visit our website today at obnradio.com. Click on the PayPal button and become a listening partner today. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're here in Brenham, Texas, where the Flint Buccaneers are hosting the Oklahoma Northmen. Right now, the Northmen are leading by a score of 7-0 over the Buccaneers. Sheffield who didn't quite pick up what happened to the stoppage of play, but both teams are ready to go. And so the officials of shotgun formation for Oklahoma and he's just going to hand it off to his back. Number 25, Mr. Williams. Mr. Williams is going to maybe pick up about three yards on that last run. So they bring up a second down and seven out four. Buccaneers, as you see that Mr. Bow just indicated that it's 90 degrees out here in Brigham, Texas. And I see that he's kind of breaking a sweat so far here in today's contest. Had to go here now for the Norse, but they're standing at their own 31-yard line. Got three receivers to the left, one to the right. Pump fakes. He has a receiver on the double move, and he's just going to connect them, and he's probably going to be pushed out of bounds after picking up. Saying, well, say you picked up 30 yards on that reception. And Noah's been keeping this thing rolling, going on no huddle offense. Also, well, we headed off to they're going to be kept by the quarterback this time on the run option. And go say he picked up about six yards on that run. So to make up a second down and six now, excuse me, second down and four now, four. The Norsemen, 7.47 remaining in the first quarter. The Norsemen are at the Buccaneers' 34-yard line. Norsemen trying to switch things up now. Didn't see what he liked. Still don't have a name on the young man's name. He's standing at wearing number 10. We don't have a number 10 for them unless number 13, Jack Diamond, and only assume that's where the Buccaneers, excuse me, the Northmen had decided to take a timeout. Didn't like what they'd, they'd drawn up that last play. 
The clock stops at 721, excuse me, 723. Norsman on top by a score of 7-0 over the Buccaneers. Both teams come out of the timeout. Norsman are looking at about a second. Four, four. To go for the first down, they're standing at the Buccaneers 35-yard line. The Buccaneers indicated they wanted to bring some blitzes from the outside corner. That was just a little bluff. Now you have Diamond in the shotgun formation. And then they, they are going to come with the blitz. There's a fumble. And the Buccaneers are going to have it at midfield. So they decided to bluff with a blitz on the opposite side. And just come up, we'll say, we'll say the, the side with the blitz on the left side, and just to show in the clean from the right side, and they would have sacked the quarterback and forced the fumble, and that's where the Buccaneers were having it. And that's what you need if you're a Buccaneers fan. Didn't want the game to go out of hand too early, so you're still trailing by seven with good field position. The Buccaneers are going to have this starting roughly about the old 49-yard line. 7-16 remaining in the first quarter. Got some very late substitutions coming in now. The late offensive guard coming in. Now Boyd in his offense is ready to go. we got three receivers to the left. One to the right, boy, stepping up to the pocket. Now he's going to hit the outside. Just going to keep it. That's going to try to pump it. Just has to remember that it's going to hit the outside. Try to spin off of a tackle. I can see both of the players kind of jawing at each other. Boys felt that he got hit after the play was dead. And he was just letting them know that he wasn't appreciating that last play. The boy was able to pick up two yards on that last run, so to bring up second down and eight now for the Buccaneers. Boy is stepping back in the pocket, has him. He's going to be blitzed on the outside, tried to fight it, but finally going to be brought down. Excuse me, for a loss of about seven yards. Going to bring up a third down and fifteen now for. The Buccaneers on that last sack. 6-10 remaining in the first quarter. The Norsemen are leading by a score of 7-0 over the Blinn Buccaneers. Boy in the shotgun formation has an intended receiver. There's no one. Bob, he's wide open. And this is going to be for number three. And he's at the five. And he's going to be in for the 44. Excuse me. The 60. Yeah, the 64-yard touchdown pass from Boyd to number three, Corey Henderson. And the Buccaneers are a field, excuse me, a point after attempt from tying the contest up. 5.53 remaining in the first quarter. And we got ourselves a whole new ball game right now. 
kick the point out to be number 49, Alex Schroeder, and his kick is up, and it's good. So 5.53 remaining in the first quarter. The Blaine Buccaneers, 7, and Oklahoma A&M Nordsman, 7. We'll take a quick break and be right back after this. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Mrs. Johnson. Is Megan there? Sure. Follow me. The kids are in the kitchen making sandwiches. <laughs> hey, Megan. Yeah? You're a total freak. <clears throat> God, you're ugly. And dumb. Oh, and your makeup makes you look like a tramp. Tommy Morris told me you guys made out. Oh Everybody knows. The whole school knows. He said your breath smelled like garbage. And that dress is totally hideous. You look like a big, fat clown. Disgusting. Oh, and by the way, nice zit. <laughs> if you wouldn't say it in person, why say it online? Delete cyberbullying. Don't write it. Don't forward it. For more information, visit ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are here in Brenham, Texas, where we are all tied up at seven apiece. He's going to be maintaining in zone, but he has to loom the run, trying to hit the outside, trying to follow his block. If I can stop, maybe got to his own 20, you want to say his own 17-yard line on that return. So that's a 17-yard return by number six for Oklahoma A&M. That's Christopher Potts. Henderson, that last play was wide open on the sideline here. And Henderson was actually wide open. The boy was able to connect on him with the 64-yard pass touchdown pass connection. And that's where we stand here. 7-7 seven, seven apiece in this contest. 5.44 remaining. And now Diamond brings his offense back on the field. There is a penalty marker coming in on the play. I believe it's going to be a delay of game going against Oklahoma A&M. So that's going to push them back five yards. It's going to be first and 15 now for them. It's going to push them back to about their own, I want to say, 12-yard line. That's where the Oklahoma A&M have it now. See if we get some more scoring updates here within that next break. Diamond looking to pass, connect to a receiver, but he only met immediately, but was able to get back to the line of scrimmage on the receiving hand of was that was number eight. That being hair. Okidia's hair. Okidia's hair was met immediately by number nine. Josh Reed. So bring up second down and ten now for the Norseman. Diamond looking to pass. He's gonna go to number eight once again, Hare. And Hare was able to pick up about eight, nine yards. We'll say he picked up eight yards on that reception. So it'll be a third and two now. And on the receiving end is gonna be number two. She'll be running the ball with number 25 ribs, and he's going to be stopped. 
and say he lost a yard on that. So to make up a fourth and three now for the Norsemen, they're going to send out their punting unit on the field. So we got some quick scores updates for you real quick. Clemson is up 14-0 against Wake Forest in the second quarter with 13 minutes remaining. LSU and Florida are tied 7-7 in the second quarter with 12 minutes and 30 seconds remaining. Iowa State is up 16-7 over Oklahoma State in the second quarter with 9 minutes and 45 seconds remaining. Florida State is up 7-0 against Miami University in the second quarter with 13 minutes and 43 seconds remaining. Arizona State is up 7-0 against Colorado in the first quarter. Let me do that last one for us real quick. And Indiana is up 3-0 right now against Ohio State in the first quarter. So those are just some previews of games that are being played right now. We are here in Brenham, Texas, where our contest is 7-7. The Blaine Buccaneers have it now standing right about their own 47-yard line. So Boyd brings his offense now. Balls will be passed with intended to number 22, Grace, but couldn't come up with it. Trying to take off running before he fully caught it. Tried to run before he, ca- before he caught it. So had about five yards on that last play, but there is a penalty mark to go against the Buccaneers, and that's going to be declined. So we're going to bring up a second down and 10 now for the Buccaneers. 4.08 remaining in the first quarter. Buccaneers 7, the Norsemen of Northeastern Oklahoma 7. Boys in the shotgun for Mace. Boys are going to hand it off to Grace once again, and Grace is going to be lucky if he got a yard, but he's going to say he got back to the line of scrimmage. Going to make up a third down and 10 now for the Buccaneers. Buccaneers bringing some quick substitution out on the field for this third and 10 play. Shotgun formation for Boyd. Grace is in the backfield with them. They receive to the right, one to the left. Boyd Rollins right has the intended receiver. That's going to be number one. We fall. We fall. Has to move on. We fall standing at the Norseman 30. It's finally going to be brought down at the Norseman 20. Once he got dropped down to the 14 yard line. So he picked up four yards on that reception. We'll say he picked up 41, actually. That was weak fall on the receiving end to pick up the first down for the Buccaneers. So first and ten now for them. They're looking at the and this dude is wide open in the end zone. That's Boyd connecting from number to number twelve, Corey Smith on the sixteen yard touchdown pass. And the Buccaneers have taken their first lead of the game with three oh seven remaining. On top right now by a score of 13-7 to with the point after attempt from Schroeder. Twice now, the wide receiver has been wide open. And Boyden did a nice job of finding his wide receivers and connecting them for the touchdown. So 3-0-7 remaining in the first quarter. The Buccaneers are on top by a score. A 14 to 7. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. 
Next month, I'll be nine. I'm going to the big game. I'm getting married soon. But sadly, they may never see these milestones. At least one person has died every single day on Texas Road since 2000. Every day. A child. A parent. A spouse. Doesn't come home. When you drive today, stay focused. Obey law. Drive responsibly. End the streak of daily death. You can do it, Texas. Let's end the streak. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're here. Live at Brenham, Texas, where the Blend Buccaneers have taken their first lead of the game, leading by a score of 14 to 7. Mr. Bowser, you're going to give some more scoring updates throughout the college football Saturday day. These are games that are completed now. West Virginia won 38 to 22 against Kansas, Alabama won 65 to 31 against Arkansas. Michigan won 42-21 to against Maryland. Uh, upset alert, uh, Northwestern beat Michigan State 29-19. Set to go here, Schroeder's kick is going to sell into the end zone. And the Norsemen are going to get this a start at their own 25-yard line. 3.07 remaining in the first quarter. And the Northern are just trying to tie this game back up now. Diamond bringing his offense back on the field. He got two shoes to the left, two, in the, two to the right for him. In the back from with him is number 25, Williams. The corners are kind of pressed off softly for the Buccaneers. This ball was intended for number 84, Northwestern, excuse me, Northeastern, number 80, England Honeybus. Honeybuds kind of fell before the pass even get to him, but Diamond's pass was nowhere close to him anyway. So kind of a miscommunication on the on the route. So they're make up a second down and ten now for Oklahoma A and M. Oklahoma A and M is going to hand his ball off, and he's going to be brought down for a loss. About two yards on that run. Number 40. Number 44. The Buccaneers, Devin Ruffin, was in there to get that tackle for a loss and make up a third down and 12 now for the Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers trying to stand their ground and force a three and out. Diamond looking to pass, has an intended receiver, and this ball's going to be caught. He might have enough for the first down, all the pin in the spot. And he did have enough for the 13-yard the reception, so it's going to bring up a first and 10 now for Oklahoma a and ball's going to be spotted at their own 36-yard line. Low snap for Diamond, able to get the pass off, finally connects to the wide receiver, but hit immediately once he was caught, but was able to pick up about five yards on that reception. So make up a second down and five now for Northeastern. Northeastern going with the no huddle set. Low snap for Diamond once again. Just going to hit to his wide receiver on the design screenplay. And his his wide receiver is able to pick up about a minus game, about maybe four yards. Going to say he's a yard short of the first down. Needed five to get to it. So to make up a third down and one now for the Norsemen. 
so far we've seen both teams rely heavily on the passing game. Yeah, sure, a lot, a lot heavily, and, and that's what looks like they're going to get them throughout this contest so far. So the Norseman kind of saw the late blitz coming from the right side for Bland. They're going to continue to bring the blitz, and this one's going to be handed to number 25 once again. Williams, and he's going to be stopped short of the first down. He's going to sink out back to the line of scrimmage, leading that charge for the Buccaneers with number 41 for him. That being Zachary Hopkins. And Norseman's going to keep the offense out on the field once again. So look about a fourth and one now for 55 seconds remaining. We're looking to pass. This ball's going to be off the hand of the intended receiver, number six, Christopher Potts, number 25 for the Buccaneers. 29. We'll say 29, I should say. Mike Garrett Jr. came in there to break it up. Luckily, he came in there a, a second early because it just came off of the hands of Potts. Keeping up 29, Garrett Jr. was able to break that pass play up and force the turnover on down. So to make up a first and 10 now for the Buccaneers, 49.8 seconds remaining in the first quarter. The Buccaneers are on top by a score of 14-7. Boyd coming now in the shotgun formation. You have no one in the back for with him. You got three receivers to the left, two to the right. Boyd stepping back in the pass. Now he's going to step up, has some time to throw, and that's going to hit the outside. Has a lot of time. He's going to keep it on speed. Has to move now. He's now at the Norseman, I want to say the 22 or 23-yard line. They picked up about 22 yards on that run was Boyd. So Boyd able to pick up the necessary yardage for the first down with his legs. First and 10 now for the Buccaneers. Buccaneers did a hard count, got the Norseman to jump off sides, but they were able to get back to the side of the ball. So 12 seconds now remaining. Boyd Nash is going to hand it off to Carlos Grace, and Carlos Grace is going to be wrapped up. Maybe lucky if he picked up a yard on that run. That's going to be the last play of the first quarter. So at the end of one, the Buccaneers are leading by a score of 14 to 7. We'll take a quick break and be right back after this. Hey, you get the beer this time. Can I help you? Hey, uh, I'm under 21. Can I have a $250 fine? Sure. I'm underage too. Can I get 24 hours of community service? Of course. I'm only 19. Can I have my driver's license suspended? Why not? and get my alcoholic beverage license suspended too? When minors attempt to buy alcohol, it's illegal, it's costly, and it's dangerous. It's not not worth it. it. One voice. It can get the point across, but it only carries so far. Had a voice, it is richer, louder, but that has limits too. Had a third voice, it is even more powerful. Had another, and another, and many, many more. And we are stronger than ever. That's the power of a community coalition. They help community groups, 
faith groups, civic organizations, PTAs, employers, and many others in your community organize their resources and focus them where they're needed most. Like fighting. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. They're ready to get this contest back into action. Second and ten now for the Bugden's ball was deflected at the line. The scrimmage were able to get to his intended receiver. It was Boyd trying to hit Carlos Grace, and Carlos Grace was able to pick up maybe four yards on that reception. All depending on the spot. When say he picked up five. Long five. So they're gonna once they picked up four, so we're looking about a second and six now for the Buccaneers. They're they are in Nor- the Norseman territory, standing at about the 19-yard line. Boyd's just rolling to his left. Boyd trying to find his intended pick. And finally connect on. He has enough for the first down. Helmet comes off, but was able to stay with the play that he picked up. He's a spot at the last spot. It's like 13 yards on that reception. And that was number 13, Danny Gray, on the receiving end. To pick up the first down and keep the drive alive for nice throw. He was running from his right to left and threw with his right arm coming across his body. That was nice. So first and ten now for the Buccaneers. Ball's gonna head off to Carlos Grace. Carlos Grace is gonna hit the outside. Carlos Grace. It's gonna be in for the seven-yard touchdown run. So 13 minutes and 53 seconds into the second quarter. The Buccaneers add on to their lead now 20 to 7 over the Norsemen. With the point after attempt from 49, Alex Schroeder to make this contest 21 to 7. A nice design run by Carlos Grace. Hit the right side, was nowhere to run, but kind of cut it back to the left, and there was a huge hole and no one there to stop him, and he's able to capitalize on the seven-yard touchdown run, so 13.53 remaining in the second quarter. The Blaine Buccaneers are leading by a score of 21. They said, we're not going to take a break. We're going to stay right here so we can get some more scoring updates throughout the college era. Let you remind, remind you that 13 Kentucky and Texas A&M kick off and College Station at 6 p.m. And Baylor and Kansas State play each other today. And TCU and Texas Tech play Thursday, kicking off at 6.30. Clemson is still up 21-0 against Wake Forest. LSU and Florida are still tied 7-7. Iowa State is up 16-14 to 14 against Oklahoma State. Florida State and Miami are tied 7-7. to 7. Arizona State is up 7, oh, tied 7-7 seven to seven against Colorado. Ohio State is now up 7-3 to three against Indiana in the first quarter with 50 seconds remaining. There's some of the scores throughout, and we'll try to give you some matchups later on. After this kickoff, a high, short kick, and this one's just going to go out of bounds at about 35 minutes. Officials penalty marker came in flying and hit 
a Buccaneers coach on the head tried to hit it where the spot was. Wasn't intentional, but official just passes. Excuse me, the assistant coach on the side, on the back. Just a, on the, he's sorry for that last play. And got some more matchups throughout the college era. Vanderbilt and Georgia play at 6.30 p.m. And Auburn and Mississippi State play at 6.30 as well. So you had to go back here and do some more later after this play. Diamond brings his offense back on the field. And this is going to be another design run going to Williams, but Williams is going to be tackled for a loss of about a yard on that last play. So it's going to bring up a second down and 11 now for the Norsemen. The Buccaneers on top by a score of 21-7 to over Oklahoma A&M Norsemen. Shotgun formation for Diamond. Diamond has a low snap, able to maintain it. This was intended for his receiver, number 83. That was being Tarquee Bitson. Tarquee Bixon. And just Diamond just overthrew everybody. Gonna make him a third down and 11 now for the Buccaneers. Excuse me, for the Norsemen. The Buccaneers just trying to do a, get another three and out and bring their offense back on the field. They're standing, the Norsemen are standing at their own 34-yard line. Diamond, this pass going to be intended for number 30, 83, Benson once again, but well covered by the Buccaneers and broke it up to force a fourth and 11 now for the Norsemen. So it'll be fourth and 11 now for the Norsemen at their own 34-yard line. So far, Blend has a total of 207 yards, five first downs, and only allowed one sack. And Northeastern Oklahoma A&M has 63 yards and only two first downs. They've allowed two sacks and have two turnovers. Instead to go ahead, there is a penalty mark on the design, the last play, but there was, it was a nice kick by the punter. I want to say that was number 99 once again. And on here it says Tommy Heatherly, but I guess they wanted to call him Tommy. Well, it said Thomas is his first name, but they want us to call him Tommy. Very and, big kicker. <laughs> luckily, it goes against Northeastern. It was a nice kick and kind of got bobbled out of the hands of number 12, Corey Smith and had to kind of run backwards and was tackled at about, I want to say, his own 10-yard line. But luckily, it didn't go against him. So now, Oklahoma, Northeastern, are going to do another punt and kick from their own, I want to say, 30 one yard, no, excuse me, 29 yard line. There is another penalty marker right now on the field, and this was going to go against Northeastern once again as a false start. So it's going to push it back another five yards. So Northeastern is kind of biting himself in the rear end right now. It's going to push him back five yards. So now they're going to be kicking from their own 29 yard line. 
excuse me, last, excuse me, 24-yard line. Couldn't do some quick math right there. I do apologize for that. 13-02 remaining in the second quarter. The Blinn Buccaneers are leading by a score of 21-7 to over Norseman. So just so far, the Norseman have six penalties for 40 yards, and this punt's going to go out and sell out of bounds. All depending on the spot of where the official marks it. Going to say it's set out of bounds at the Buccaneers. Like 44-yard line. You kind of see that the teams are kind of fighting. What well, I want to say fighting. This, they're going at it at the end of the play. And luckily, nobody's getting flagged for a personal foul so far. Kind of letting the boys play. But you can see that the blame coaches are just trying to show their teams and coach them some discipline. Don't want to penalize your team here when you have a lead right now, 21 to 7. So Boyd brings his offense back on the field. Boyd hits a quick slant to his receiver, but nicely defended by the Norseman to break that play. If he could have caught that, it would have been about a nine yard reception, but nicely defended by number five, four. The Golden Norseman. That was being um, that would be Shelby Washington. To bring up a second down and ten now for the Buccaneers, standing at the old 44-yard line. Boyd being has some pressure applied to this ball to be passed out to number 24 McAdoo. McAdoo, it's gonna be about four yards short. The Golden Norseman, or the Norsemen, I should say. Excuse me are doing a nice job of applying pressure and making Boyd uncomfortable, but Boyd has that awareness and that mobility to move out of the pocket and able to connect with McAdoo on the seven-yard recession. So bring up a third down and three now for the Buccaneers. They have crossed midfield. The ball's technically going to be spotted at the Norseman 49-yard line. Magnus hitting the outside corner, trying to get to that first down mark, and he will do so. So he picked up maybe five yards on that run. McAdoo just did his job and picked up the first down, followed his blockers. We're going to say he ran out of bounds, so the clock will stop at 12-14. Let's say the clock is rolling now, so the clock's going to be rolling with 10 Oh nine remaining in the first half. The Buccaneers are on top by a score of twenty one to seven over the Oklahoma A and M Golden Norseman. Boyd in his office ready to go. Boyd steps in front of the pocket, has an intended receiver, and Boyd just overthrows him. His intended receiver was number eight on that play. O'Shea Clark and the little man Boyd just displaced his arm strength and just overthrew everybody. If he could have connected on that, that would have been about a 44-yard touchdown pass. But luckily for the Norseman, that was an incomplete pass. So to bring up a second down and 10 now for the Buccaneers. Fox stopped at 11.53. Board and offense is ready to go back. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. He's also going to head off to McAdoo once again, but McAdoo's going to be met immediately. By number five, once again, that was being Washington. Washington was coming from that safety end, just kind of went to that middle linebacker slot and just covered up before McAdoo can hit the outside corner. So to bring up a third down, 
I'm going to say he didn't get no yards on that. So it's going to be a third down and 10 now for the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers bring some quick substitution. Then you got three receivers to the left on Boyd. Boyd singles a man in motion. Boyd now stepping back in the party. He's rolling to his right, trying to find a receiver. Makes a nice move, but pressure being applied to him quickly. Now on his feet still, trying to find some room to run, but finally going to be brought down out of all of that of picking up maybe four or five yards in that run. Like I said, the Norsemen are doing a nice job of applying pressure to Boyd and making him uncomfortable and not giving him time to sit in that pocket. The clock has stopped for a second at 11.05. So it's looking about a fourth and six. And the head official has finally signaled to have the game clock rolling once again, 10.54. And Coach Ryan Mayhaw is going to bring his punt unit out on the team, excuse me, on the field with a fourth and six. At the Golden Norseman standing right about his own. Five-yard line, short put, and he's going to maintain it. That was number two, Javarius Owens. For a second, I didn't see a fair catch, so got lucky with that one because I, like, I didn't see the fair catch. I'm glad the officials were paying attention and everybody because I want to say maybe two weeks ago <laughs> this happened against Arkansas. Young man. Supposedly signaled a fair catch and, and took off running and took and just took off running for a punt and returned the punt for a touchdown. Luckily, the Buccaneers had the awareness to stay with the play. So the Norsemen bring their offense back on the field, trailing by a score of twenty-one to seven. Diamond is offense ready to go. This ball's gonna be handed off to Williams. Williams trying to bounce off of tackles and trying to find a hole to run, but finally gonna be. So there is going to be a late penalty marker coming in now. Like I did mention, the players do be kind of playing a little bit after the play has ended. And that was going to be penalized on the last play, number 21, Isaiah Moore. He's going to be penalized for the personal fouls. It's going to be a 15-yard penalty at an automatic first down. So now the Norsemen have better field position. They had this at their own 10-yard line. Now going to be moved up to about their own 24. 10-24 now remaining. Diamond and his offense is ready to go. Two receivers to the left of him, one to the right. Wins in the back from with him in the shotgun formation. Low snap for Diamond. Diamond has enough time in the pocket to If I'm going to be brought down for a sack, well covered by the Buccaneers, didn't allow Diamond to pass it downfield. Diamond had a, enough protection to where if he could have just ran with it, but the outside line, you mean defensive tackle, that being number 53, or 56, Adrian Johnson coming in for the sack. I want to say he got him for a loss of 12 yards, so to bring up a second down and 22 now for the Norsemen, and then back to about their own 12-yard line. The Buccaneers kind of signaling, signaling a late blitz from that right side, and they're going to do so, but this ball's going to be intended, but there's going to be some uh, some more laundry coming out on the field. It's nicely covered by the Buccaneers, I thought so, but the officials on the here on the right side and right there in the middle didn't agree. The ball was intended for number six for the Norsemen, Christopher Potts. 
There is an injured Buccaneer out there on the field, so we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah. Street. Pizza sounds good. Ballin Street? Growing Street! <laughs> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And welcome back here, ladies and gentlemen. Injured Buccaneers shaking up on the field was number 51. That was Michael Gaydon. He's able to walk off the field on his own power. So the, we have nine minutes and 28 seconds remaining in the first half. The Buccaneers are leading by a score of 21 to 7. It was a penalty mark of, of passing interference, so it would be a 15-yard penalty and an automatic first down for the Norsemen. So they're going to get it at their own 27-yard line. Number five ranked LSU is beating Florida, ranked 22, 10 to 7 in the second quarter. Oklahoma State. It's ranked number 25, and they are down 23-21 to 21 against Iowa State right now in the second quarter. Unranked Wake Forest is losing 21-0 to zero against number four-ranked Clemson in the second quarter. All right, so just, just a few scores. We're trying to get some more updates throughout this contest. And we're ready to be back here in the play. This ball's going to be handed off to Williams, and Williams is going to pick up about Four yards. Let's say picked up four yards on that run. So make a second down and six now for Oklahoma A&M. It's a bad snap, and this ball's going to be loose. And I'm pretty sure the Buccaneers have covered up, and this is going to go into the favor of the play Buccaneers. A low snap, and Diamond couldn't come up with it. And coming up with it for the Buccaneers is number 43, Amaran Noel. So the Buccaneers are going to have it starting at the Norseman 26-yard line. Davion Boyd so far in this contest is 8 of 14 with 188 passing yards with two touchdowns and no interceptions. Boyd has done a nice job of displaying his arm accuracy and what he can do. He's also done it on the ground with his feet. So Boyd now in the soccer formation steps back. Has an intended receiver going to number 12. Could have been flagged for the personal foul. Ball kind of sailed a little bit too high. Had his man beat. And that was number 12. The intended receiver, Corey Smith, had the defender beat but couldn't come up with it. So that's going to bring up a second down and 10 now for... The Buccaneers, balls being spotted at the Norseman 26-yard line. Boyd in the shotgun formation. Boyd now is going to be a quarterback. He's going to keep himself. Boyd has enough. I'm going to say he's about a yard short of the first down. So he's going to bring up a third down and nine now for the Buccaneers. They are in field goal range, but I'm pretty sure that Coach Ryan Mahon wants to keep his offense out on the field and keep the thing going. You kind of see that the Buccaneers have a turnover chain right now. 
So everybody just popping off ideas from the University of Miami. So boy, he's gonna keep this not hit the outside corner. Luckily he got out of that, but he's gonna be stopped short of the first down. For a second he thought he had it running to the outside but kinda of slipped. So it'll make up a fourth down. Carlos Grace was indicating he wanted to keep his his field goal unit off the field to keep the offense out on there. But Coach Ryan Mahon disagrees and wants to take his points where he can get it. So we're looking about at a 34-yard field goal from Schroeder. Schroeder's kick is up, and it is no good. So 7.31 remaining. And the Golden Norseman defense stands tall and doesn't give up any points with the great field position that the Buccaneers had to start off that drive. So the Norsemen are going to get this starting roughly about their own, let's say, 19, pretty much the 20-yard line. I'm really going to say about the 20-yard line. That's where Diamond and this offense is going to come out now. They're trailing by a score of 21-7 to 7 over. They're, they're, yeah, they're trailing by the score of 21-7 to 7 to the Buccaneers. Diamonds in the shotgun formation. Got three receivers to the right. Williams in the backfield with him. His intended receiver is number eight once again. And that was Hare. And Hare was able to pick up maybe four. I want to say about six yards on that reception. And Diamond's offense is trying to go to a no-huddle offense once again. So after that six-yard reception, look about a second and four now for the Norseman. This ball is going to be handed off to Williams. Williams trying to hit the hole, but Williams is going to maybe pick up a yard after that hole collapsed very quickly. So we're looking about a third, let's say, I'm not going to say third and two. So he picked up two yards in that run. So it'll be a third and two now for Oklahoma A&M. The ball is going to be roughly spotted at their own 25-yard line. Third and two for Mr. Diamond in his offense. Ball's going to be handed off to Williams once again. Williams trying to fight for the first down. Mr. Williams might have enough for it. All depends on the spot. It's like the official from the head is saying he was down. It's like the ball came loose, but Mr. Williams was able to pick up three yards and enough for the first down to keep the drive alive for the Norsemen. So first and ten now for the Norsemen. They're standing at their own, let's say, 31-yard line, 6.25 remaining in the first half. Kind of, yeah, you saw that the offensive lineman moved early. This is going to be a false start going to get. Norseman, and that's going to push him back five yards. So it's going to be a first and 15 now for Oklahoma A&M. 623 remaining in the first half. The Plain Buccaneers are leading by a score of 21. Brandon, Texas, there's about 90 degrees here. The Plain Buccaneers did a design late blitz. There's some late penalty marks coming here on the play. Before the play even kind of developed. It looks like it's going to be a holding going against Oklahoma A&M. So we're going to push him back 
about five yards, excuse me, ten yards. So we really had about a, a first and 15. I was looking at about a first and 25. Now, for Norseman, you had decent field position. Now you're kind of being pushed back to about your own 25. Even your own 15, so your own 14-yard line. Six minutes remaining in the first half. The Golds. The Golden Norsemen are just trying to not to, not let the game slip away from them. So Diamond signals Williams in motion. Diamond stepping back, looking for an intended receiver. This ball's going to be hit Williams on the motion, man. Williams trying to find some room to run for a second. He thought the ball was loose for a second. Williams able to maintain and protect the ball after picking up about Say he picked up almost about six yards in that reception. But look about a second and 19 now for the Norsemen. Shotgun formation for Diamond. He got three receivers to the right of him, one to the left. Diamond does a play action pass intended for number 83. And that was Benson. And Benson, they would get back to the line of scrimmage and then add on three more yards to that. So you'll say he picked up. Roughly about, say almost nine yards in that possession. So we're looking about a third, third and seven now for the Golden Norsemen. That ball being spotted at their own 35, 234 yard line. Diamond seven back in the pocket. This ball's going to be hitting the ball. It's tipped up and almost. Back into the hands of number 83, that was the intended receiver, Benson. He tried to connect. He was not in charge of connection. Tied in number 88, Burris. And luckily, if you're a Blaine Buccaneers fan, it didn't get into the hands of Benson, but luckily there was a defender there still playing through the play to cause the commotion and not get a completed pass and keep that drive alive for the Norman. This is kind of a low kick, but take a Norseman bounce. And this one's going to be spotted at about the 20-yard line, so that's where the Buccaneers will get this to start this drive. So we'll take a quick break and be right back after this. Get those scores in and so what? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> As we said to go back in the previous play. 
kind of wish that commercial break didn't flatten off. It didn't kind of prepare for a little bit of a time out. A little bit of a long time out. It is kind of high. And you thought that it's just kind of high grade that last play. But the Buccaneers, in both in the North were ready to go on that last play. And boy, them to connect with number 12. And now was Smith on the 22-yard reception. So now we're looking about a second and 10 now for the Buccaneers, and this play is going to be going in the negative yardage as Boyd's going to be sacked for about a yard, a loss of seven yards on that play. So they're going to be third and 17 now for the Buccaneers. The last, so the first play went for 22 yards, and then that last the play before that was a, uh, a the running back to sweep, but couldn't connect to Carlos Grace. And then that last play was boy was sacked for a seven-yard loss. So boy, now it's going to keep himself. Now it's going to be laying up in the pocket. Maybe about 30 to 10 Boyd is trying to get back to the line of scrimmage, and he does so. Gets the original line of scrimmage and tacks on about four more yards. And still pick up about 12 yards in that run. Think picked up 11 yards. He's looking about a fourth. Six for the Buccaneers and Coach Ryan Mayon is going to bring out his punt unit out on the field. Back deep to receive the punt for the Norsemen to be number two over and standing about his own 15 yard line. The Buccaneers are on top by a score of 21 to 7 over the Golden Norsemen. 93 to punt for. Buccaneers will be Pasha. And Pasha gets a nice punch. And then he takes a nice Buccaneer roll. And, it, and the Golden North are going to get it. Starting at their own 14 yard line. Now, 28-0 against Wake Forest. At halftime for both of these games. Florida is up against LSU 14 to 10, and Iowa State is up 30 to 21. Florida State is up 10 to 7 with four minutes remaining in the second quarter against Miami. Arizona State and Colorado are still tied in the second quarter with 11 minutes remaining. Ohio State is up 14 to 10 in the second quarter against UCF. Well, just some quick scoring updates. So now we're going to zoom back into play. 2.35 remaining in the first half. The Golden North may bring the offense back on the field. Falls going to be complete for the wide receiver. The wide receiver able to show some strength and keep the play alive. Originally picked up by five yards, but able to tack on two more yards. We'll say three more yards. We'll say about four more yards now. So a bit of a second down and one now on the nine-yard reception from Diamond to big tight end Burris. So second down and one now for Diamond. Diamond has enough time to throw in the pocket. And that's going to be completed to number 83. See, that's number 81 for him. Don't have a number 81, so it is number 83. So, Bitson, did a nice job of going up to go get that pass. It's going to be a first and 10 now for the Norseman with a play action pass, and Bitson's going to get this one designed 
wide receiver screen. That last play went up about 18 yards for reception. So now we're looking at a second and 10 now for the Northland. You kind of see that the cloud kind of covered that stud now. One minute and 52 seconds remaining here in the first half. The Buccaneers lead by a score of 217 over the Golden Northland. Shots up formation for Diamond. Diamond has enough time. Diamond, the ball is loose. The ball is loose. It's in the hands of a Buccaneer. And the Buccaneers will be able to turn it in into the end zone for a 48-yard trouble recovery for a touchdown. That being number five for the Buccaneers. Jesus Shield, who came on the outside in the late blitz. And shocking him, forcing the fumble was number 56. Once again, Adrian Johnson. And just like that, the Flint Buccaneers have added on to their lead, 27 to 7, with a point at the attempt. So, Soder, you add on the extra. Point to make this game 28 to 7. Kick it up and it's good. So, one minute and 41 seconds remaining in the first half. The Blend Buccaneers are leading by a score 28 to 7. We'll take a quick break right back after this. <laughs> Make sure you stay on top of those scores, and whatever Cam passes, you just say it. All right? I'm sorry, I don't do Again. And the Norseman will, will get this starting 
at their own 30-yard line. One minute and 41 seconds to go in the first half. The Flint Buccaneers are leading by a score of 28-7 to over the Golden Northmen. It says I just try to tack on where the ball will be spotted at. Originally kind of had it at the 30, but it should thought it'd be at the 35. I see that full breeze now came in there. It was in about 90 degrees here in Brooklyn, Texas. I went to a single cloud for a second. All of a sudden now, kind of got a little overcast now. A bright breeze so cooled down here in Brigham, Texas. Kind of got a quick stoppage to play and got to some some quick scoring updates, but the official is ready to go. Diamond and his offense ready to go back in. Shotgun formation. Got two shoots to the left, two to the right. This ball could have been picked off by number three. Darius Milton for the Buccaneers. Jumped that route but couldn't come up with it, so I guess the tail that all these can't catch kind of just came to true just then. Singleton is passing and quarterback's name for say the Oklahoma's going to say Diamond. Diamond has been sacked six times and has fumbled three times. So Diamond's trying to see if he can get some more protection. Got uh, late blitz come on the side. This ball's going to be intended to number 83. Vincent once again. Now Diamond kind of over. Well, I think Diamond over two his wide receiver. Didn't have to have some miscommunication going on in that last place. And I was looking about a third and ten now for the Golden Norseman. Ball's being spotted at the home 35-yard line. They're trailing by a score of 28-7 to in this contest. Back on formation for Diamond. Diamond sent back in the pocket now. Diamond does a quick out route. Season continues here once again. That's the number 83 bitches. The last one it wasn't Benson on those last ten. It was number 81, but we don't have an 81 on the roster. So the last play just then went, was targeted for Benson. was number 83, and Benson was unable to come up with the catch. So that's going to be a quick three and out for the Norsemen. They're looking at fourth and ten, and the head coach, that being Zach Allen is going to bring out his punting unit. One minute and 24 seconds to go in the first half. The Buccaneers are leading by a score of 28-7 here in Brenham, Texas. High snap, but actually maintained nicely by Heatherly. Heatherly with a nice boom kick. And this ball is going to go. It's going to be a touchback. It was a nice kick from Heatherly. Instead of kicking from about his own 30 31 yard line and able to get it to a touchback. So the Buccaneers will get this starting at their own 25 yard line. One minute and 13 seconds to go in the first half. Buccaneers going to see if they can try and add on to the lead going into halftime. Boyd bring his offense back on the field. He got three receivers to the right of him. One to the left. Grace. He's in the back with him now. 
Everything, everybody's ready to go now. Boy, kiss the snap. Boy, stepping back in the pocket. Has an receiver. This is going number 13, and that's Danny Gray. And this ball looks like it might be picked off. It might be picked off and going into the direction of the Norseman. And that is. So, one play, and the Norseman get it on the turnover. Boy, hat Gray on the Kind of a go route had his right his defender beat about for about three yards and kind of excuse me underthrew him and gave the defender and that was being number twenty four for the Norseman Harris and he comes up with the interception and now the Norseman have it with a minute and five seconds to go in the first half all going to be spotted about their own forty yard line to the. Both teams, well, the Northern have two timeouts. The Buccaneers have three timeouts. This ball is going to be completed to the receiver. That's number 81. Number 21, I should say. So now we have number 21. And that was Javion Sanders. I say J.J. Sanders able to pick up 20 yards. And that was seven. So now the Golden Northern are on the Buccaneers' side of the field. Diamond stepping back. Diamond's not going to step in the park. He has to win the run. Diamond. So he's going to slide and be about, I want to say, maybe three yards short of the first down. The Norsemen are going to decide to take a timeout to stop the clock at four, well, excuse me, at 40 seconds. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be right back after this. Now we should go back here. 
Luckily, I almost jumped off sides. Luckily, we didn't get back. Four got penalized for it. So, first, it, you see second and ten now. Diamond stepping back. Diamond looking to pass. Has an interim receiver. This ball could could have been picked off by number one for the Buccaneers. That was Kobe Peterson. But couldn't come up with it. Kind of went up with one hand instead of going up with two. So, they bring up a third down and ten now for the bucket to me for the Norsemen. 18.8 seconds remaining in the first half. The Buccaneers are on top by a score, 28 to 7 over the Norsemen. Diamond has some time and I roll to his right. Diamond has an intimidation. receiver. This ball going to be completed to number three. And that was Jawan Johnson. Jawan Johnson is going to be in from the 22-yard touchdown reception. So the Norsemen have kind of climbed back into this contest. And I do want to mention they do get the ball to start the second half. 11 seconds remaining in the first half. The Buccaneers are on top by a score of 28-13 to 13 with the point at the tip from Heatherly to try to make this game a, a two-possession game. The kick is up, and it's no good. So Heatherly misses the point at the attempt, but there is a, a penalty marker on the field. This was going to go against the Buccaneers, so we're going to push them. Excuse me, they're going to do another re-kick, and you kind of see that the head coach, Allen, is frustrated with Heatherly missing that one. Tell him, you got to redeem yourself now, son. The Heatherly to kick the extra point once again. 11 seconds remaining. Buccaneers are leading my score, 28 to 13. Heatherly to kick now. Waste to snap. The hold is up, and it's good. So with 11 seconds remaining here in the first half, the Buccaneers leading by a score of 28 to 14. We'll take a quick break. Me right back after this. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah. Street. Pizza sounds good. Ballroom street? Crawling street! It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're here in Brigham, Texas, where the Blaine Buccaneers are leading by a score of 28 to 14. Have roughly about 11 seconds remaining here in the contest. See what Coach Ryan Mayhaw decides to do here. You do have three timeouts, so I don't know what you can do too much in 11 seconds, but. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. See if they can get a good return out of their back men here, and that was be number eight, O'Shea Clark, and number eleven, excuse me, number thirteen. 
And that's Danny Gray standing at about their own 10-yard line. Kind of waiting on the officials now to finally get the ball they want to use to kick off with. Let to go here now. Netherly finally now getting the ball lined up. We'll see what. Now the officials signal to go now. 11 seconds here. If the Buccaneers can pull up together in 11 seconds. Headley to kick from his own 35-yard line. Headley gets a nice kick, and this kick is going to sell into the end zone for a touchback. And that's where the Buccaneers will get it. First and 10 at their own 25-yard line with 11 seconds remaining. You know, Coach Mahon decides to decides to just take a knee and go into halftime with the lead. Yep, twenty-eight to fourteen, kind of a, a revenge game, would you say? Last year, Northeastern Oklahoma defeated the Blaine Buccaneers once in, during the pre the regular season, and the other one during the postseason. Buccaneers just kind of taking their time now. Boy, and his offense look like they're about ready to go now. You got two shoes to the left, two to the right up. Boy, Grace is in the backfield with them. Boy, looking to pass. Boy's not going to step being rushed out of pocket. Boy's just going to throw this away. And Bryce is going to throw this in number 13, and that is Gray. But Gray is going to be had enough for the first down. Because they picked up 11 yards in that run. But that will conclude the first half of play. The Buccaneers are leading by a score of 28 to 14. We'll take a quick break. And we're not going to take a quick break right now. I'm trying to see what's going on right now. They thought Gray got out of bounds and stopped the clock. But they just let it run out. So we'll take a quick break and be right back. After this. Hi. <laughs> LOL. Well, AISI, it was NBC. Kids are spending more and more time online. And even if you heard what they're typing, you probably wouldn't know what they're saying. It's some PPL. Whatever. ISS. They chat online in a language full of acronyms. And unless you use it every day, you won't understand it. Y-I-W-G-P. You won't know what they're saying or who they're saying it to. A lot of times, neither do they. Every day, children are sexually solicited online. So here's an acronym for you. H-D-O-P. Help delete online predators. To protect your kids' online life and to get a full list of acronyms kids are using, call 1-800-THE-LOSS or visit CyberTipLine.com. A message from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children and the Ad Council. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get some quick stats and scoring updates throughout the college football area. You hear that from Mr. Bowden himself. Lynn in the first half had a total of 290 yards, and Oklahoma had a total of 138 yards. 
These are the quick scoring updates. The third quarter is just starting for ranked number four Clemson against Wake Forest. They're up 28-0. to zero. In the third quarter, Florida, ranked 22, is up 14-10 to 10 against ranked number five LSU. Ranked 25, Oklahoma State is down 28-30 to 30 against unranked Iowa State. Unranked Florida State University is still up 17-7 to 7 with 30 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Arizona State is unranked and tied with ranked 21 Colorado 14-14 to 14 at halftime. Ranked number three Ohio State is up 21-17 to 17 against Indiana with two minutes and 36 seconds remaining in the second quarter. West Virginia won their game against Kansas today, 38-22. to Ranked number one, Alabama, won 65-31 to against Arkansas. Ranked number 15, Michigan, beat unranked Maryland, 42-21. to Northwestern won their game against Michigan State, 29-19. to Texas beat Oklahoma 48-45. to NC State won 28-23 to against Boston College. And Vanderbilt and Georgia play tonight at 6.30. Auburn and Mississippi State play at 6.30 also. Texas A&M and Kentucky play at 6. SMU and UCF play at 6 as well. Washington and UCLA play at 6.30. Nebraska and Wisconsin also play at 6.30. Notre Dame and Virginia Tech play at 7. And Utah and Stanford play at 9.30 tonight. I want to also mention that Houston defeated Tulsa by a score of 41-26. to I'll also give you a quick reminder that TCU and Texas Tech play each other Thursday, 6.30. I want to give a Quick shout out to Texas defeating Oklahoma by a score of 48 to 45. Were the underdogs in tonight's in today's contest and sneaked out a victory in the Red River contest. Here in this contest, the Blimp Buccaneers are leading by a score of 28 to 14. We're going to take a quick time. We're not going to take a time. We're going to hear a post a phone conference from Coach Mahon himself. And after that, we'll give you an update to where we're at in halftime and, see, and give you the live coverage of the second half. So here's Coach Mahon and Dr. Prince with the phone conference. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince, and we are now ready to discuss Glenn Buccaneer football with Coach Ryan Mahon. How you doing today, Coach? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Well, you know what? As they say, it's another day, and we're just thankful to be around to experience this thing. Um, speaking about experience, you got a huge game coming up this week against Northeastern Oklahoma. Uh, for lack of a better word, they've had our number a couple times, the last couple times out. And it's, once again, another big situation that's going to be fixed off on this week. Yeah, there's no question. They're a good football team. Yeah, a very good team. Like my kids are ready for work, and I think they are. 
Yes, sir. Now, you've had some phenomenal play by sophomore quarterback, uh, Mr. Boyd. Um, speak about, uh, it seems like everything is going in slow motion for him right now. You know, he's got a very good grasp of the offense. really comfortable All right, now, Coach, you know Northeastern Oklahoma has always been a tough field. What is it going to be some key factors? Well, everybody's going to show up. Now, Coach, you know, the sign of a good team is the adjustments at halftime because you can prepare yourself and then these guys come out with a whole different scheme and look. And, and how critical is that line of communication from the guys upstairs uh, when you're transferring or going through a particular? Oh, it's huge. I mean, Chris Parsons is up there. Well, first, he sees all aspects of the game. I have there, but okay, we're doing this, and I'm going here, and I'm going to Great communicator of the game. Yes, sir. Now, some coaches, not many of them, say they prefer to be up in that press box. Are you one of those who've got to be down in the thick of everything, or have you ever even thought about calling the game from the press box? I called one game. <laughs> I'd much rather be on the field. Well, 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 explain it. Explain what happened, Coach. I, I, I. That would be part of the advantage. I guess it has its pluses and its, and its minuses because you do get to see everything as it unfolds right before you. But well, like you say, that, that X factor of communicating while things are happening, it's a little bit different talking to some headsets than actually looking at the guy in the face. Yeah, and you know, then also, because I'm a pretty fiery guy myself, kind of like a, a little bit more than that. Something. That way they understand what I'm jumping up and down on the sideline. So <laughs> well, Coach, you just spoke about being fiery, and we know uh, here recently um, with Jimbo Fisher grabbing the key about the face, Lord, a key player who had got into an altercation on the field. Me personally, I'm old school. I didn't see the big deal about it. I know we're in a very sensitive time these days. Not saying that you've done it or I've ever witnessed you do it. Did you see any big hype out of that? You know, I, I think it's a case by case basis for people here. I think mean, you know, it's I mean, it all. Uh oh. A situation like that, 
<laughs> okay, it's almost done. Huh? You're a little guy. You're a big man. That's okay, though. That's okay. Yeah, I, it, it, it's amazing to me. I'm an old linebacker myself. I never saw the problem out of it, but it's this part of the time that we're in right now. So I, I'll right. just move it on down the road. Now, Coach, um, as always, we are excited that we are the voice of Glenn Buccaneer football. Um, really, really thank you for the opportunity to serve with you guys and partner up with you guys. We're working real hard, Coach, on trying to cover you guys on some of those road days, too. So keep your eyes and toes and ears crossed on that one. Yes, sir. No question. Okay, now uh, we're going to give you an opportunity to speak to Buck Nation as we get ready to close this, this segment out. I mean, you think you get that game there tomorrow? Saturday at 3 o'clock, number oh. 6, against number 11. Northeastern Oklahoma coming in at number 6. Lynn Buccaneers coming in at number 11. Hopefully at the end of this thing, Maybe you can move up a couple of notches with that big game. Yes, sir. All right. That is Coach Brian Mahon of the Glenn Buccaneers. I'm the radio guy, the doc, Mike Prince. We'll be right back. Next month, I'll be nine. I'm going to the big game. I'm getting married soon. But sadly, they may never see these milestones. At least one person has died every single day on Texas roads since 2000. Every day. A child. A parent. A spouse. Doesn't come home. When you drive today, stay focused. Obey laws. Drive responsibly. End the streak of daily death. You can do it, Texas. Let's end the streak. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That was a nice press conference from Coach Mahon himself. We are here in Brenham, Texas, where the Brent Buccaneers are leading by a score of 28-14 to 14 over the Oklahoma.
Northwestern A&M Golden Norseman. We're still at halftime right now. We've got about roughly eight minutes until we go back into the second half. So we'll take a break and be right back after this.
and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're here in Brenham, Texas, where the Brent Buccaneers are leading by a score of 28-14 to 14 over the Northeastern Oklahoma A&M Golden Norseman. We'll give you some quick stats from the first half real quick. Glenn had a total of 290 yards, and Oklahoma had a total of 138 yards. And the Blinn Buccaneers are up 28-14. to 14. Like I said, the Blinn Buccaneers have pretty much had their way in this game, controlling it from kickoff. They are up, like Mr. Bowser said, 28-14. to 14. The Golden Norsemen are going to get this one to start off the second half. Tournament is going to receive this mistake by his old two-yard line. He has a nice speed. Finally going to be tripped up. Couldn't maintain his balance. Going to be stopped at about his own 32-yard line, but there is a penalty marker out on the play. It was number 16, Darius Hawkins, on that moving. Man, he was moving on that last play. Luckily, he got tripped up. The penalty marker going against the Norseman. That was a holding, so it's going to push him back 10 yards. So instead of 32, unless they do it to spot the foul, it all depends. We're gonna push him back. We're gonna push him back ten yards. So instead of the say so originally it was twenty seven, we're gonna get it at the seventeen. And that's where the Golden Norsemen will start this drive. First drive of the second half, trailing twenty eight to fourteen to the Blink Buccaneers. Diamond bringing his offense back on the field now. And there's gonna be another penalty marker. It's gonna be a off excuse me, a false start. Going against the Golden Norseman, and that's going to push him back five yards. And as you see, Mr. Bowdry, the you say that the Norseman kind of had a mental breakdown already so far, just to, coming back from halftime. So far, he already had quick two quick penalties already so far, just to start off the opening half. So nine minutes offense is ready to go. First and 15 now. Ball's going to be handed off to number 25 to back Williams. And Williams is going to maybe get back to the original line of scrimmage. going to say he picked up about five yards on that run. So we're looking at a second and ten now for the the Golden Norseman. Shotgun formation for Diamond. Diamond stepping back. Now steps in front of the pocket. Has a man downfield. This ball's going to be intended for him. This ball's going to be caught by number 83. And that being Derrick Pittman. And Pittman was able to get the big completion for about almost about 43 yards on that reception to the Golden Norseman. I have opened up the door right now on this drive, but it is closed. It's getting closed immediately right after this run play. Mr. Will was going to be tackled for a loss. About, I want to say about four yards on that play. But after that 43-yard game, the Golden Norseman get a loss of four yards. And now looking at a second and 14 now. They're at the Buccaneers, I want to say the 38-yard line. 13 minutes and 30 seconds to, to go in the third quarter. Diamond stepping up into the pocket now. Diamond looking to pass. Has an intended receiver. Well covered by the cornerback there, and that was number 29, 
that being Mike Garrett Jr. Mike Garrett Jr. has done a nice job of locking up the intended receivers thrown to his side. Garrett Jr. being the sophomore D-back standing at 6'1 and 175 pounds from Magnolia, Texas. Right down the road. Right down the road from Waller, Texas. Prairie View, Texas. So he's pretty sure he's familiar with this state of mind playing against Brenham, the Brenham Cubs here once being a lad in high school, but there is a penalty marker here on that last play. It was a design screenplay, but there was nobody there, but there is a penalty marker. So we're looking at about a third and 13. The officials are discussing the penalty marker on the play, and they're just going to wave it off. So it's going to bring up a third and 13 now for. Simon has looked to the sideline or the screen on almost all of his passes, so I wouldn't be surprised if he went to the sideline again here. Third and 13 now. I was going to say fourth and 14 now for the Nordsmen. Got gun formation for Diamond. Balls being spotted at the Buckingham 38 yard line. Diamond steps in front of the pocket. The ball's going to be intended and it's going to be overthrown. His target, that man, number six, four, well, number eight, excuse me, Macarene Hare. And that's going to be a turnover on downs. So it's going to break up a first and ten now for the Buccaneers. The ball's going to be spotted at their own 38-yard line. 13 minutes and 10 seconds to go in the third quarter. The Buccaneers are leading by a score of 28 to 14 over their nemesis, the Northeastern Oklahoma A&M Golden Norseman. So Boyd brings his offense back on the field. Boyd looking to pass. Now steps on the pocket, but had to kind of escape from a second. Now plants his feet, has an intended receiver. And he's going to be draped all over. How's there not a penalty marker on the play? Kind of got held by his collar. And the official standing right there in front of him. But I guess he thought it was a no call. And you see that number 12 for the Buccaneer. Corey Smith not getting upset with that. Just did a nice job of sportsmanship, just congratulating the man on a nicely defended play. So we're looking at about a second and ten now. This ball's going to be headed off to Carlos Grace. Carlos Grace trying to hit the outside corner, trying to follow his hole. We got some late motion going on at the end of a play. He said this player is just fighting to the end of the play. So Carlos Grace was able to pick up about five yards on that run. So we're looking about third and five now, four. The Buccaneers, shotgun formation for Boyd. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Grayson in the back to with them. Takes the handoff. Boyd's going to keep his up. Boyd has enough for the first down. Boyd is probably going to be past midfield and to about the third 41 yard line for the Buccaneers. Yes, to the 49, 41 yard line of the Norseman. So he up about nine yards on that run. So. Boyd is off his way to go. Another quarterback draw. Boyd's going to keep him. That's going to hit the outside trying to avoid some tackles, but finally thrown out of bounds. 
after picking up two yards on that run, they're going to be tackled out of bounds. So the clock's going to stop at 12 minutes and 10 seconds. And you see Mr. Bowser, that boy is kind of doing it all right now, this drive with his hands, I mean, excuse me, with his feet, picking up the necessary yardage to pick yes, up the first is. down. Um, what is that, the third time he's ran just this drive? Just this drive, picking up big chunks. So, boy, looking to pass, has the intended receiver, and that was going number 13, Daniel Gray, but out of his hands, couldn't connect on the slant route. So now we're looking at about a third and eight now for the Buccaneers to see if we can get some scoring updates throughout the Texas State and the top 25 here. And here we go. The Buccaneers leading 28-14 to 14 in this contest. Third and eight. Boyd looking to pass. Now steps from the pocket. Now just going to throw this to number 12, the intended receiver. That was Ben Danny. This Corey Smith. Kind of miss a number one, Kedrick Weakfall over there on the right side. There was no one by him, but Boyd had some pressure, seen some pressure applied to him quickly to where he was uncomfortable to make a decent throw. So now we're looking at about a fourth and eight for the Buccaneers and Coach Ryan Mahon going to bring his pun unit out on the field with 11 minutes and 46 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Mahon receives the punt. Nice punt. He's going to get this standing at his own five. Has to run finally tripped up. He has lead number two on the return. Owens and Owens Got this at about his five-yard line, was able to get it and return to about his 12-yard line. So we try to get some scoring updates from Mr. Boundary. Clemson has scored again and made the score 35-3 to against Wake Forest. Florida is up 14-13 to against ranked number five LSU. Oklahoma State is down 37-28 to against Iowa State. Unranked Florida State is up 27-7 to against ranked number 17, Miami. Arizona State and Colorado has been a close game this whole time. They are, they are tied at 21 in the third quarter right now. And at halftime, Ohio State is up 28-20 to against Indiana. I want to appreciate you, though, for those scoring updates. we got a quick timeout on the field, so we'll take a quick timeout and be right back after this. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Mrs. Johnson. Is Megan there? Sure. Follow me. The kids are in the kitchen making sandwiches. <laughs> hey, Megan. Yeah? You're a total freak. <clears throat> God, you're ugly. And dumb. Oh, and your makeup makes you look like a tramp. Tommy Morris told me you guys made out. Oh, my God. Everybody knows. The whole school knows. He said your breath smelled like garbage. And that dress is totally hideous. You look like a big, fat clown. Disgusting. Oh, and by the way, nice zit. <laughs> if you wouldn't say it in person, why say it online? Delete cyberbullying. Don't write it. Don't forward it. For more information, visit ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, as we ready to set the second drive for the Golden Nosemen. Diamond gets a pass and completes it to Hare once again. 
and picks up 11 yards from that reception. So the Golden Norseman going back to no huddle offense, trying to keep the staying going, trying to cut down on the Buccaneers' lead. So this ball's going to be completely to number, I want to say number six now for the Norseman, that being just the pot. Christopher Potts on the receiving end on that one. Positive to pick up about six yards. So we're looking at a second and four now for Oklahoma A&M. Ten minutes and 55 seconds to go, and the Buccaneers are leading by a score, 28 to 14. The Norseman just trying to cut down on that lead. This ball's going to be handed off to Washington. Washington bounces off the tackle, trying to fill his feet, stepping on defenders. The final going to be brought down by number nine for the Buccaneers. Leading that charge was Josh Reed. Josh Reed sticking with the play and be able to tackle Mr. Williams for a loss. Actually, about five yards. So we were looking at about a second and four after the six-yard reception from Mr. Potts. But now we're looking at a third, even a nine now for the Norseman. The ball's being spotted at the old 33-yard line. Diamond in his offense is ready to go now. Third and nine now for Mr. Diamond. Diamond has an intended receiver, and this ball was overthrown, but way out of bounds. Again, on the coverage is number 29, Mike Garrett Jr. And Mike Garrett Jr. has done a nice job of clamping up on his side of the field. This side, his duties was on the left side. So now Mr. Allen, the head coach of the Norseman, is going to bring out his punting unit and just punt this ball away. Looking at a fourth and nine now. Back deep four, the Buccaneers will be number eight. O'Shea Clark at number 12. Number 12, Corey Smith. There is a penalty marker out on the play. Let's see who this is. See, a false start going against. A false start going against the Norseman. That's going to push him back five yards. So instead of a fourth and nine, we're looking at a fourth and 14 now. And we play fourth down. 10-02 remaining here in, in the contest. So far, it's been a, a nicely played contest in this game. Wouldn't you agree, Mr. Bowdry? Yes, I would agree. Ball's going to be a nice punt by Heather. Heatherly. He's going to take a high bounce, but the, the Blinn Buccaneers is going to let this one bounce. And finally, a Norseman is there to maintain the punt and it's going to be officially spotted at the Buccaneers 31, so that's where they get this to start. I want to say their second drive of the game. Nine second drive of the second half, I should say. Nine minutes and 51 seconds to go here in the third quarter. The Blinn Buccaneers are leading my score of 28-14 to 14 over the Northeastern Oklahoma A&M Golden Northmen. Boyd and his offense is ready to go with the lead. You got three receivers hill to his left. You got one to the right. Summer, excuse me, not Summer, Grace, Carlos Grace in the backfield. With his intended receiver is number 12, Corey Smith. He was able to catch it. Kind of slid here on the, t- excuse me, on the uh, track. And the trainers immediately ran over to make sure he was okay. But he was able to catch it, but was not in bounds. But so it's going to bring up a second down and ten now for the Buccaneers. Buccaneers going back with pretty much the same formation, just some quick substitution now. 
Boy tried to get a, a quick hard snap to try to see him draw a Norseman offside. So now he looks over to Coach Mayhine to see what offensive plays he wants now. So now he gets his signal for Mayhine and in the soccer formation and ready to go receive the snap. Now he looks for the pump, pump fakes it, but he dodges a second. Finally, he managed to get out of it. Now he's going to throw off his back, but hasn't his receiver number one. We fall, and what an outstanding play by Boyd to dodge the sack in the backfield and, and escape from trouble. And this is the first time we've seen him do it this game. Not at all, and he's done a nice job. As breaking a, these tackles and getting the pass off. But that play will go off for nothing. There's a penalty marker going against the Buccaneers, so I'm pretty sure Boyd is frustrated at that point because you're looking at about – Almost a 30 or uh, well, 29 yard reception from Boyd to Weefall, but now we're looking at about a second and 20 now for the Buccaneers. Balls now going to be spotted at their own 21 yard line now. 9.20 remaining here in the third quarter. There's no one in the backfield with Boyd. Boy now receives it. Now has a, enough time to throw. The tender receiver is going to number one, Weefall, and he connects with the Weefall. He has enough past the first down marker. And he's able to pick up 36 yards on that reception. So Boyd and Weefall connect once again on the reception. So that'll be a first down now for the Buccaneers. They'll pass midfield are in the Norseman's territory ball to be spotted at the Norseman 44-yard line. Ball to be headed off to Carlos Grace. Carlos Grace has to move the run. Carlos Grace is going to be in for the touchdown. Five and finally dives in. Carlos Grace connecting on the 44-yard touchdown run. And just like that, the Buccaneers have added on to their lead. Trying to describe that last play at the Carlos Grace Broke about two or three tackles. Right up the middle. Just ran right up the middle, and there was no one going to catch him. So two kicked the point out to going to be number 22, American Garcia, to kick the point out there, Tim. The kick is up, and it is good. So 8.48 remaining here in the third quarter. The Blend Buccaneers have added on to the lead by a score of 35 to 14. We'll take a quick break and be right back after this. Next month, I'll be nice. I'm going to the big game. I'm getting married soon. But sadly, they may never see these milestones. At least one person has died every single day on Texas roads since 2000. Every day. A child. A parent. A spouse. Doesn't come home. When you drive today, stay focused. Obey laws. Drive responsibly. End the streak of daily death. You can do it, Texas. Let's end the streak. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. As you can kind of see that Mr. Bowser is kind of showing me that uh, the last play that we fall received the pass. He kind of got away. He said he had a little showboat. Luckily, he didn't get flags on that play. But that was the play before, uh, after, yeah, before that um Mr. Carlos Grace uh, scored on the touchdown. He capitalized on a 44-yard touchdown run from Carlos Grace. So now the Buccaneers are looking at a 35-14 to 14 lead over the Oklahoma 
excuse me, the North, excuse me, the Oklahoma A&M Norseman. The Norsemen were able to come out victorious last week over Navarro by a score of 10 to 9. And the Buccaneers lost last week by a score of 42 to 21 to Trinity Valley Community College. So they, the Buccaneers have done a nice job of just trying to turn things around here in this contest. So now the number 16 for the, excuse me, for the Norsemen, Hawkins received it out of five. I tried to make a decent return, but they only managed to get to about his own 18-yard line. A nice open field tackle by number 10. So number 10 for the Buccaneers. That was Davion Banks on the tackle. So the Golden Norsemen will get this drive with the ball starting at their own, I want to say, 18-yard line. You got eight minutes and 40 seconds remaining here. In the third quarter, soon get some quick stats so far throughout the third quarter and total stats. Trying to keep people updated on what's going on here in today's game. As we're to zoom play right here, this ball's going to be handed off to Williams, and Williams going to pick up, I want to say roughly about three or four yards in that play. It all depends on the spot. Let's say he picked up three yards, so we're looking about a second and Seven now for the Buccaneers. Diamond and his offense kind of going to no huddle shape, but they're looking like they're ready to go right now. The design screenplay is going to go to number 83, and that is Benson. And Benson able to pick up the first down, able to pick up nine yards on that reception. So the Golden Norsemen were able to pick up the first down. Now looking at the first and ten now, balls being spotted at the old thirty one yard line. Diamond in the pistol formation Boston faces receiver number three. That's Jawan Johnson. Jawan Johnson was able to pick up about six. Now they're moving seven. Well, so they picked up seven yards from that reception. About second and three now, four. Oklahoma A and M. Oklahoma A and M. Got some quick substitution in now. Shotgun formation for Diamond. Diamond gets a high snap. His hand is off to his running back, number 24. And that was number 24. Let's see number 25, Williams. And Williams is going to be brought down about a yard short of the first down. But there's a penalty mark, and it's going to be a holding going against the Norseman. Correction, that was number 34. Carl Garman on the run that last play, but it went up for nothing because it was a holding for a loss of 10 yards. So we're going to look at about a second and 13 now for the Golden Norseman. Ball is now being spotted right back at their own 28-yard line. Second and 13 for Oklahoma A&M. You're trailing by a score of 35-14 to 14 against the Blaine Buccaneers here in Brenham, Texas. Shotgun formation for Diamond, the quarterback, for the Norseman. He has three receivers to the left. Now he's signal. Signal number 34, Garmin in motion. Diamond rushed out of the pocket, now trying to find open receiver. Diamond still trying to find some of them. And just goes to the safety valve, number 34, Goldman. Goldman makes a nice move and finally going to be brought down. Getting about, I want to say, seven yards in that run. 
all depending on the spot on where they put them at. Kind of described that last play that Mr. Diamond did a nice job of escaping the pressure and avoiding the sack. So third and six now for the Norsemen, and the Norsemen kind of looking to the sideline trying to see what play they want to run this third and six. Now 6.06 remaining here in the third quarter. Diamond is offense ready to go now. Diamond receives the snap. Now steps in front of the pocket. Has an antenna receiver. Has an receiver beat. And this ball is going to be picked off by the Blaine Buccaneers. Cornerback number 42. That being Darian Holmes. Darian Holmes did a nice job of sticking with the play. The outside receiver kind of had a half a yard step on him, but the ball was kind of underthrown. And Mr. Holmes was able to turn his head around and just pick off the pass. So now the Buccaneers are going to get it starting at their own. That's the 21-yard line. Oklahoma has only managed to get five first downs this game. A nice inside stat. So the Blimp Buccaneers have done a nice job to only allow, allowing only five first downs. So Borden, this offense is ready to go right now. 5.55 here in the third quarter. This ball's going to head off to McAdoo. McAdoo going to be kind of tripped up for a second, but able to manage to stay on his feet. He will have the forward progress after being pushed backwards for a a little bit. So he's going picked up about a minus game of about five yards. So looking at a second down and five now for the Buccaneers. Buccaneers kind of going to know how to set. Now you got the shotgun formation for Boyd. You got two receivers to the left, two to the right. Boyd has McAdoo in the backfield. He's walking head off to McAdoo. McAdoo just makes a cut up the field. Now the design was for him to go outside, but it just makes a cut up the middle and it's able enough to pick up the first down and then so they picked up nine yards on that run so McAdoo is able to move the chains for the Buccaneers so first and ten now for the Bucks. now balls being spot at the own 36 yard line 510 re- remaining here in the third quarter the officials now getting the ball set and look like they're ready to go here now boy in the shotgun formation got three receivers sitting to the right one to the left boy received the pass being applied to the person now escapes the pocket. This is going to keep it on his feet now. And finally going to be ran out of bounds in that angle. Boy was able to pick up about four yards on that run. So Tavion Boy was able to escape some pressure. The, the Norsemen are doing a nice job of getting in that backfield and making Boyd uncomfortable and just letting him have any any time he wants to. So Boyd has has had to do a lot of running with his feet. Pick up some modern games for his team. So this ball's going to be handed off to McAdoo once again. McAdoo just going to hit the outside corner. And McAdoo might have enough for the first down. All depends on where they want to mark it at. So he's going to have enough for the first down. So they're going to say at first he picked up five, but they added on two more yards. So he picked up seven yards on that run. So first and ten now for the Buccaneers ball. Being spotted at the old 48-yard line. 425 remaining here in the third quarter. The Buccaneers leading by a score of 35 to 14. Boyd receives the snap. Boyd's going to step in front of the pocket now. Boyd not just going to run with the feet. There's nobody in front of Boyd. Boyd's not at the Norseman 10-yard line. Boyd, excuse me, Boyd's finally going to be brought down at the Norseman 9-yard line after picking up 
Well, say he picked up 44 yards on that run. So, Boyd doing a nice job of just taking matters in his own hands and picking up the nice chunks of yardage of 44 yards. So, now they have it at the Norseman 8-yard line. Boyd, excuse me, Boyd and his offense is ready to go now. Boyd signals a man in motion. The ball can be intended for number 12, Corey Smith, but it was a, a low throw. And I'm pretty sure Boyd didn't want to throw it to him, not the man he was wanting to go to, but he was open. But it was just a low throw. So now we're going to look about a second and goal with eight to go. And the Buccaneers are just trying to add on to their lead. The lead right now is sitting at 35 to 14. The clock stopped at 314 here in the third quarter. Boyd's just going to keep it on the quarterback draw. And Boyd might be in for the touchdown. The ball is loose. Ball is loose, and an offensive guard seems to fall on it for the Buccaneers. are waiting on a signal. So one signal is coming from the fish. Boyd is shaking up here on the play. So if it stands, the Buccaneers Trying to get the touchdown on a fumble recovery. So I guess the lucky man number 72, Joe Oliver. I guess I. His first touchdown. Yeah, first touchdown of the season. So he's pumped up for that. Boyd seems to still be on the field. So we're going to take a break for injury timeout and be right back after this. Hey, you get the beer this time. Can I help you? Hey, uh, I'm under 21. Can I have a $250 fine? Sure. I'm underage, too. Can I get 24 hours of community service? Of course. I'm only 19. Can I have my driver's license suspended? Why not? And get my alcoholic beverage license suspended, too? When minors attempt to buy alcohol, it's illegal, it's costly, and it's dangerous. It's not worth it. One voice. It can get the point across, but it only carries so far. Add a voice. It is richer, louder, but that has limits too. Add a third voice. It is even more powerful. Add another, and another, and many, many more. And we are stronger than ever. That's the power of a community coalition. They help community groups, faith groups, civic organizations, PTAs, employers, and many others in your community, organize their resources and focus them where they're needed most, like fighting to keep kids away from drugs. Ask a group that you belong to if they should belong to a community coalition. It's easy to get involved. Visit helpyourcommunity.org and they'll tell you exactly how your group can help. That's helpyourcommunity.org because you get more. Brought to you by the Office of National Drug Control Policy and the Ad Council. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Boyd was able to get off the field pretty much in his own power. Pretty sure he's dealing with an ankle injury, so we're going to see if we can pay attention and see if Mr. Boyd possibly see a return back in his game. But pretty much, so we'll see what Coach Mahon decides to do with his starting quarterback. 
Right now you're up 42 to 14 over the Norsemen, so we're going to see uh, number seven, right? Yeah, number seven, Brock Landis. We might see a little quarterback duties remainder of the game. So kind of an odd stat, number 72, Joe Oliver is going to get credit for the eight-yard touchdown run. Joe Oliver is an offensive lineman, so don't see too many of those going to the favor of an offensive lineman, but you can take it however you want it. So the Buccaneers add on their lead now, 42-14 to 14 here in the third quarter. So far, the Blaine Buccaneers have just controlled this ball game. So far, you can say the stats one more time, my good friend. Blaine Buccaneers have a total of 414 yards, and Oklahoma has 220 yards and four turnovers. So the four turnovers so far, and I'm pretty sure that the Blaine Buccaneers have capitalized on at least three of them except for one of them. So now there was a penalty marker going against the Golden Norseman, a person to foul, 15-yard penalty. That's going to push him. It's going to be assessed on the kickoff return. So Mr. Garcia for the Buccaneers is going to be kicking from midfield instead of his own. 35-yard line, 3.34 remaining here in the third quarter. The Buccaneers leading by a score of 42-14 to 14 over the Northeastern Oklahoma A&M College. So Garcia and his kickoff team is ready to go back deep to receive the kick. will be number 16, Hawkins, and like number 41, Christopher Friday. And this kick is just going to sail through the uprights and go for a touchback. Kind of see that board is just kind of walking out the limp, walking out on his own power, but I'm pretty sure he won't be seeing too much of the field so far. I'm pretty much see that Landis can see Coach Mahon can trust Landis to take this game home. If by necessary, if Boyd needs to come back, maybe he will do so. So Diamond and his offense ready to go back here, trailing by a score of 42-14 to 14 to Blaine Buccaneers. The Buccaneers kind of getting some substitution and trying to get the defense set up now. Diamond looking to pass, has the intended receiver. This ball's going to be past number eight, and that was Hare. And Hare's going to be tackled for about a gain of maybe four yards. So we're going to that a second and six now for the Norsemen. Ball's being spotted at the own 29-yard line. Side confirmation for a diamond. you got trip receivers to the left, one to the right. Diamond looking at the pass, and this ball once again could have been picked off by number three, Nat being Darius Milton. And Milton going to be kicking himself tonight. Could have had about two pick. could have had about two interceptions. But luckily, it doesn't hurt the Norsemen. So we're looking at about 
A third and six now. Clock stopped at 2.58. Ball's being spotted at their own 29-yard line. Shotgun formation for Diamond. Got two receivers to the left, two to the right. Williams in the backfield with them. Diamond's take back in the pocket. Has an intended receiver. He's going to have enough for the first down. Now was here picking up roughly about 10 yards of that reception. So now the Norsemen keep the drive alive. So first and 10 now for Bob being spotted at their own 40-yard line. 234 remaining here. Diamond is off ready to go. Boss being complete to here once again. And this perception to here is going to maybe go for about two or three yards. We're going to say it went for about three yards. So looking at a second and seven now for the Norseman. Shotgun formation for Diamond now. This ball is going to be tipped by the corner for the Buccaneers, that was number 21, Isaiah Moore. Isaiah Moore did a nice job of tipping that pass. It was intended for number six. For the Nordsman, that was Potts. That's going to bring up a third down. Say seven now for the Nordsman. 2.07 remaining here in the third quarter. Diamond in his offense is ready to go now. Look at the third and seven. Got three receivers to the white right, one to the left. Diamond's looking to pass. He's going to go to the safety valve, and that was number 25, Williams, but couldn't connect. Kind of threw it too high to where Williams can come up with it, but he would have been nowhere close to the first down marker. So we can get some quick scoring updates with the top 25. Clemson is having their way with Wake Forest. They are up 56-3 to in the fourth quarter with 10 minutes remaining. Florida is up 14-13 to against LSU in the fourth quarter with 11 minutes and 20 seconds remaining. Unranked Iowa State is beating Oklahoma State, ranked 25, 40-35 with 10 minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. In the third quarter of the Florida State-Miami game, Florida State is up 27 to 14. Arizona State and Colorado are still tied at 21 apiece in the third quarter with three minutes remaining. Ohio State is up 35 to 20 in the third quarter against Indiana. I appreciate you, Mr. Bowdies, for those scoring updates. So now, as we did mention, Boyd will stay on the sideline for this drive for the Buccaneers. Now coming in the quarterback will be number seven, Brock Landis. He is he is coming in the quarterback with the lead. Lead right now is standing at forty two to fourteen with one minute and fifty one seconds to go here in the third quarter. So boys is I mean Landis is gonna hand this off to number twenty two Carlos Grace, who capitalized earlier on a forty four yard touchdown run. So Grace was able to pick up about two yards on that run. So looking at a second down and eight now for the Buccaneers. Ball's going to be spotted roughly about their own 18-yard line. Landon in his office ready ready to go. He signaled Gray in motion. Landon's looking to pass. Landon's moving to his right. Landon's going to keep it now. There's a nice pumping, and Landon's just going to keep it himself now. Landon finally has a and Landon's going to just go out of bounds. Lance did a nice job of doing the pump fake. Fake out the defender to get him to jump up. And you kind of see that Carlos Grace is 
upset a little bit that he didn't give it to him because there was nobody there. Atlanta just took it and did it himself, but there is an injured Norseman on the field right now. I'll say Landis picked up roughly about he was at his 18. Picked up 18 yards on that run was Landis, but there is an injured Norseman on the field right now, so we're going to take a quick and bring me right back after this. Green light. Hey, girl. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah. Street. Pizza sounds good. Ballroom Street? Growing Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Shaking up on that play for the Norse name was number 78, Jalen Jackson, the red shirt sophomore defensive tackle from Powder Spring, Georgia. Staying about 6'2 and 258. A lot of a lot of man to carry to that next sideline. Luck right now, luckily he's just walking off on his own power. So Jerry's going back and asking Lance is gonna hand it off to Carlos Grace. Carlos Grace trying to hit the outside corner but couldn't really go anywhere. You see that number seventy eight here, that is Jalen Jackson, like I said. Jalen Jackson is still over here on the Wayne Buccaneers sideline. Because he couldn't really make it over there to his own sideline. Kind of hurting going to that, that left leg. So Landon's getting ready to throw. This ball's going to be connected to number 13. Gray and Gray's going to have enough for the first down. Picking up 14 yards from that reception was Landon on his first completion of the game. So first and 10 now for the Buccaneers. And they're just going to let this one go until the fourth quarter. So, at the end of three quarters, the Buccaneers are leading by a score of 42-14. to We'll take a quick break and be right back to give you the live coverage of the fourth quarter. NBC. Kids are spending more and more time online, and even if you heard what they're typing, you probably wouldn't know what they're saying. It's some PPL. Whatever. ISS. They chat online in a language full of acronyms, and unless you use it every day, you won't understand it. YIWGP. You won't know what they're saying or who they're saying it to. A lot of times, neither do they. Every day, children are sexually solicited online. So here's an acronym for you. HDOP. Help delete online predators. To protect your kids' online life and to get a full list of acronyms kids are using, call 1-800-THE-LOST or visit cybertipline.com. A message from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children and the Ad Council.
And welcome back here, ladies and gentlemen. We're ready to get the fourth quarter underway. The Buccaneers are leading by a score of 42-14 to 14 over the Oklahoma Norsemen. The ball's going to be handed off to number 24. That was McAdoo, and McAdoo is going to maybe pick up about I'm going to say two yards in that run. Landis tried to get a quick snap because he could have had 12 men on the field, and he thought he did, but the Norman got away with one. So we're looking at a second and eight now for the Buccaneers. Ball being spotted at the Norman 48-yard line. Low snap for Landis, able to maintain it. Landis had enough time in the pocket. Now he's going to step back and throw at connection number 12, and that is beating number 12. Corey Smith and Landon connect on. Right now, the 46-yard touchdown pass connection. But there is a penalty marker, and this was going to go against the Norseman. And Coach Mahon gladly just going to decline that one. And Landon does a nice job of standing in the pocket and just letting the play develop and connecting Shoot number 12, Corey Smith, on the 46-yard touchdown pass connection to increase the lead now 48-14 to 14 over the Northeastern Oklahoma A&M Golden Norseman. The point out the attempt from Garcia is up, and it's good. So 14-31 remaining here, and the Buccaneers leading by a score. Uh, 49 to 14. We're not going to take a break. We're going to stay right here because but like we just take a break. They're going to be ready to go. So I want to take that chance. I want to miss anything from this game. So, so far we can say that the Buccaneers have just controlled this game just from kickoff, Mr. Baldry. Well, I would say since their second drive. <laughs> the Golden Norseman did go up 7-0 to zero at first. Since then, it's been all all blend. So it's been all blend, and blend has not looked bad. Like we did mention earlier, that blend did fall short to the Golden Norseman last year twice. Once was in the regular season, and once was in the postseason. So they're just trying to bounce back, and so far, and just keep things going. So far, like I said, the Buccaneers have controlled. This game, and just trying to bounce back from last week's loss, actually they lost by a score of 42-21 to 21 to Trinity Valley Community College, just trying to turn things around here, and they've done so that tonight. Well, here it is afternoon. 14-31 here remaining here in the fourth quarter, and they're leading by a score of 49-14. Garcia to kick the kickoff. From his own 35, back deep for the Golden Norseman is number 16, Mr. Hawkins. Looks like now number 41. Also back there is Friday. And they're standing, or Friday is standing at his own 10. And Hawkins is standing at his own 5. Garcia and the Buccaneers about ready to go here. Garcia now approaching the ball and the kick is up. Nice kick. It's going to be caught, secured by Friday. Friday trying to hit the outside corner. 
Friday trying to find and follow his blockers, and Friday was actually able to get a decent return out of this one and get to about, say, his 26, 27. Let's we'll say it's 27. That's where the Golden Noise is going to get this ball being spotted at their own 27-yard line. Diamond and his offense just trying to see if they can knock up some good drives here and try to see if they can make this contest a little bit more reachable right here. You only got 14 minutes to go here. Still a lot of time remaining here in the game. So Diamond's offense ready to go. Diamond steps back to the puck, has an intended receiver. And this ball is going to be incomplete. His intended receiver was number 21. That being J.J. Sanders, and J.J. Sanders couldn't come up with it. Diamond did kind of overthrow him a little bit. For a second, you thought they were going to call a pass interference because he was held for a little bit, and he was looking for a penalty marker. But there is no penalty marker out on the play, so it will be second down and 10 now for the Norseman. Shotgun formation for Diamond. Two receivers to the left, to the right. He does a pump fake. Intensive receiver goes back to J.J. Sanders once again, and J.J. Sanders will now pick up what seems about six yards from that reception. So now we're looking at about a third and four now for the Norseman. But they wasn't tacking out of bounds, so we're going to keep the clock rolling now. The play clock is sitting at 25 seconds. The game clock is at 14 minutes now. The Norseman kind of going to a no-huddle set now. Pistol formation now for Mr. Diamond. You got two shoes to the left, one to the right. Hawkins in the back. Excuse me, Williams in the back. With the, the block is applied some pressure. Nice hand by number 83. Dequeese Benson went up to go get it and snag it all over the the corner. On three blend Buccaneer defenders. So three blend Buccaneers defender. And Benson just went up to go get it to keep the drive alive, picking up nine yards from that reception. So we are first and ten now for the Norseman ball being spotted at the home 46-yard line. They're kind of going to another set right now. He's got two receivers to the right of Diamond now. Benson over here to his left. Diamond now set. And Bits, excuse me, Diamond's going to be set immediately by number 90, Kristen Williams. And Crystal Williams is going to set Diamond for a loss. About 10 yards on that play. So now we're looking at a second and 20 now for the Norseman. The playing Buccaneers went with the gutsy call, sending the, the heat, and it paid off for them. So now we're looking at a second and 20 now for the Norseman. Ball being spotted now back at their own 36-yard line. 12.40 now remaining here. Diamond looking to pass. Has the intended receiver. Nice pass. Going to Hare, and Hare has to go to run. Hare is at the 20. Hare is at the 10. Hare is at the 5. And Hare is going to be in for the touchdown. Hare connecting on the 64-yard touchdown pass connection from Diamond to Hare. So with 12 minutes and 28 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter, the Golden Norseman add on add on to the deficit now, trailing by a score of forty nine to twenty one. It's going to twenty with the point at the attempt from Headley. Kick is up and it is 
good. So with 12 minutes and 28 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter, the Buccaneers' lead now has been cut down to 49 to 21. So we get some more scoring updates throughout here in the college area. Let me remind you that at 6.30, 13-rate Kentucky will be facing off here in College Station against Texas A&M at 6 p.m. And TCU and Texas Tech will face off against each other Thursday at 6.30. That will be the 11th. So just mark that down in your calendar. And I also want to note that Houston won their game earlier against Tulsa by a score of 41 to 26. And also Texas, 19-ranked Texas to beat to the defeated 7th-ranked Oklahoma by a score of 48 to 45 in the Red River Conference. We're in the Red River Battle. Set to go here. We got 12 minutes and 28 seconds to go in this contest. Blinn was leading by a score of 49-21. Headley the kick from his own 35. Back deep for the Buccaneers will be number 13, Gray, and number 8, Clark. And at about their own nine-yard line. Heavenly kick. Nice kick. Maintained by Gray. Gray's going to let this one go into the end zone. So now the Buccaneers will get this to start at their own 25-yard line. See what Coach Mion's trying to see if can run off some time off the clock. Or is he just going to try and just get some quick plays and try to add on to this lead? So far, we have to choose who you think your player of the game right now for the Buccaneers is, Mr. Bowser. I'm going to have to go with Mr. Boyd. Mr. Boyd? Nice choice. Mr. Boyd has had an outstanding game so far tonight. Looking this afternoon. So Landon's looking to step the pass, steps in front of the pocket. Now it's going to hit to his receiver, number six. And number six has to win the run. Probably going to be brought down from behind. That was number six, Tyree Sophomore, or Schofer. 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 There we go. Schofer. Schofer was able to pick up about 25 yards on that recession. So now, let's say 26 now. So now. It's going to be handed off to Carlos Grace, and Carlos Grace is going to pick up, say, about six yards on that run. No, this McAdoo. McAdoo got the run on that one, so he picked up six yards on that run. So now we're looking at a second second and four now for the Buccaneers. Ball's being spotted now at the Norseman 48-yard line. This ball's going to be handed off to McAdoo. McAdoo's going to be hit immediately. Luckily, he got back to the line of scrimmage. Luckily, he got a yard. All depends on the spot of it. Looks like they're going to give him that yard. Looks like they're going to give him the yard. So, we do have an injured Buccaneer coming here off the field. Number 61, Travis Aguero, freshman offensive guard, offensive lineman. So, they can tend to him. See, he's all right. So, set to go here. Third and three now, four. Landis and Landis is just going to throw this ball away. Was intended for intended for Grace. Kind of see the <laughs> parents of the fans here 
upset that there wasn't a, a penalty line to throw on the previous play. But regardless, it's going to bring up a fourth and three now for the Buccaneers. And Coach Mayhawk is going to bring out his pun unit and just punt this ball away. Clock stopped at 11.07 here in the fourth quarter where the Buccaneers are leading by a score of 49-21. to they has kick is up and nice punt. And this is gonna take a Buccaneers roll and go out of bounds. And Tejas pins almost forgot the name for a second. The Norsemen deep into their own about their own four yard line. And that's where the Norsemen will get this one to start off their drive in the fourth quarter. Ten fifty five remaining here in the fourth quarter. The Norseman just trying to sneak back in there. They connected on the 64-yard touchdown pass their, li- their last drive. They're just trying to sneak back to the game, trailing 49-21. to 21. Only down by four scores. Anything can happen in the game of football. Trying to see what's going. Excuse me, what's going on right here now. The officials... Guess they're just waiting on their change. And now, about ready to play some football here. Diamond is off, ready to go. You got trip receivers over there to the right, one over here to the left. Washington's in the backfield with him. Excuse me, that's Williams. This ball's going to be completed. Well, the pass was intended for number six, Potts. But well covered by number 29 once again. That being. Mike Garrett Jr. Mike Garrett Jr. has done a nice job instead of clamping up on his side of the field. Gonna bring up a second down and ten now for the Golden Norseman. Shotgun formation for Mr. Diamond. Three receivers to the left for him. Now you got one to the right. And Diamond stepping back now. Diamond's just gonna pass and this ball's gonna be intended. Number 83, Benson once again, but well covered by Garrett once again. And also to help was number nine to kind of deflect it a little bit, Josh Reed. So now the Norsemen are looking at a third and ten now from the old four-yard line clock stopped at 1041. Mr. Garrett Jr. might be my second pick for the player of the game. <laughs> and so... Gary Jr.'s done a nice job of the defensive role of not allowing these Golden Norsemen to have the one on the receiving end. So Diamond and his offense is ready to go. Diamond looking to pass. And once again, oh, once again, Gary could have came up with the interception. He jumped the route. Kind of jinxed Mr. Gary just did, but could have come up with the interception, but Business did a nice job of staying with it and they were able to pick up 13 yards in the reception. So the Diamond, excuse me, yeah, Diamond in his offense able to keep the drive alive. So looking at a first and 10 now for the Goldman, excuse me, the Golden Northman. So there's a penalty marker on the play. So pushing back five yards. So looking at a first and 15 now. First and 15 for the Norsemen. 
10-16 remaining here in the fourth quarter. The Buccaneers leading by a score 49-21. Back up formation for Diamonds now. Three receivers over there spread out to the right. We have one up here pitching to his left. Williams in the back from with him. Ball's going to be in pass to number 21. And that is J.J. Sanders. J.J. Sanders makes a nice move. Dodging. Uh, of a nice, it could have been a nice open field attack. We did a nice job of dodging and picking up. What a say about. I want to say he picked up about 10 yards in that reception. So now they're looking at a second and five now for the Norseman. Diamond stepping back. Diamond has the intended receiver. This ball could be intended for number eight. That man, Macreen here. So they're going to bring up a third down and five now for the Buccaneers. Number 10, Diamond had his option with hair but couldn't come up and couldn't connect on it. Would have had enough for the first down. So clock stopped at 930, and the Buccaneers are trying to get a nice stop right here and put the offense back on the field. Third and five for the Norsemen. Diamond stepping back, has an intended receiver. This ball's going to be in the what one of the facilities for number six pops once again, but once again, number 29, Mike Gary Jr. over there on the defensive end before the play could even be started. Pretty much just kind of just designated receiver out of bounds and just wasn't allowed any more room. So now we're looking at a fourth and five now for. The Norseman and Coach Allen is going to bring his punting unit out on the field. 9.23 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Heavenly's punt is a nice kick, and this one is going to roll out of bounds at about the 30, what's that, 29, 28, because I'm going to spot it. I'm going to say about the 29, and that's where the Buccaneers will get this to start the fourth quarter. So, by the look of it, this is like, the Buccaneers will improve to a record of five and one overall, and the Northeastern will fall to a record of four and two. But like I said, there's still a lot of game to be played here. Still got nine minutes, but the Buccaneers are on top by a score of forty-nine to twenty-one. You can never count out an opponent. Same thing can happen in the sport era. First and ten for Landers and his offensive team. Ball's gonna hand off to Magnus. Magnus gonna try to hit the outside corner. Try to follow his block. He has some room to run. Still on the seat. Finally pushed out of bounds after picking up about a modest gain, about eight yards on that run. Gonna bring up a second down and two now for second down and two for the Buccaneers. Ball being spotted. See roughly about. In their own 37-yard line. 8.58 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Landon is off the screen to go. you got three receivers to the left, one to the right. McAdoo's in the backfield with them. Landon's going to fake the hit off to McAdoo, and Landon makes a nice cut to dodge a defender. Could have lost a lot more yards, but was managed to able to pick up a yard out of it, really, but he said he lost a yard. So it should be... A third and four now for 
the Buccaneers. 8.20 remaining here. Want to say, could have got him to jump off sides. Should have just hiked it. But now, Mayhan signals the play to Landon's in the offense. Landon's going to hand this off to Magnus. Magnus is going to hit up the middle. Magnus has to move. Magnus is going to hit the outside throw. Magnus is still on his feet. Magnus at the 30. At the 25, the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5. And he might be in for the touchdown. All depend on the spot. And now they finally mark him in for the touchdown. That's a 63-yard touchdown run from McAdoo on the run. And the playing Buccaneers have just added on to their lead. So 7.54 here remaining in the fourth quarter. The lead now is 55-21 to over the Northeastern Oklahoma A&M College. Garcia's point at the attempt is up, and it's good. So 7.54 remaining here in the fourth quarter. For points a game so far. Uh, they pretty much met that. They've added, like I said earlier, they averaged 49.6. They, they went well over that, so we'll take a quick break. we right back after this. How are you doing? My name is Mike Prince. I am the host of the Mike Prince Show that is featured right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. We cover everything that's pertaining to sports on the local, regional, high school, and collegiate level. And join us for the latest and the greatest that's going on with the Hempstead Bobcats, the Walla Bulldogs, the Royal Falcons, the Rose Hill Christian Eagles, the Glenn Buccaneers, the Prairie View A&M University Panthers, the MEAC, and SWAC offices, and so much more. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Mike Prince Show. Our YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network. That is O-P-E-N, capital M-I-C, Broadcast Network. The Mike Prince Show, daily, right here with The Mike Broadcast Network. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I want to give a... A quick stat update for you. The Bland Buccaneers have a total of 664 total of offense so far in this contest. And that's just let you know they've had their way here in Brenham, Texas, where they are leading by a score of 56-21 to 21 over the Northeastern Oklahoma A&M Golden Norseman. Garcia to kick from his own 35, back deep to receive this one. It's going to be Friday from his own 8-yard line. Friday trying to find some room run, hit the outside corner, and Friday's going to be met immediately by number 48 on that tackle, Mike Ajayi. Mike Ajayi was able to get him before anything could happen. So the Norsemen are going to get this one starting roughly about their own 14-yard line. 7.47 remaining here. Like I said, by the looks with the, the Blaine Buccaneers are going to improve their record by a score of 5-1 and one overall. Like you were saying, Mr. Bowdry, that if they had a Blaine Buccaneers were coming in averaging 49.6 points per game, and they were only allowing 20.6 points per game. 
So they have met those standards here tonight, putting up 56 and only allowing 21 points. Now, Mr. Diamond and his offense is ready to go. Two receivers to the left. Now he's trying to signal to his offensive line a different kind of play now. Didn't like what he saw from the scheme from the Buccaneers. Two receivers to the left, two to the right for Diamond. Diamond looking to pass. This ball is going to be completed to number three, his intended receiver. That was Jawan Johnson. And Jawan Johnson wrapped up by number 42 for the Buccaneers. Darian Holmes for Jawan Johnson was able to pick up I say about four yards in that reception. So we're looking at a second down and six now. Second down and six now for the Buccaneers. Excuse me, for the Norsemen. Diamond looking to pass. It's going to go to Jawan Johnson once again. And Jawan Johnson is going to pick up, say, 11 yards on that run. Some on that pass and run, I should say. So he ran out of bounds and stopped the clock at 7.24. But the head official signaled the clock to get ready to go again. So 7:20, the Golden Northern is trying to put something together with this drive, killing my score, 56 to 21. Diamond gets the snap, looking to pass, has an intended receiver, couldn't connect to Jawan Johnson once again, just kind of overthrew him. Pass was leaning more out of bounds. Over there on the coverage was number four for the Buccaneers. That was D'Angelo Alexander. A nice job, but just causing a little commotion. And not allowing Mr. Jawan Johnson to come up with the catch. So 7.08 here remaining in the fourth quarter. Diamond and his offense trying to put things back together. Two to the left, two to the right. Diamond looking to pass. Now steps up in the pocket. Has some time to throw. Now rolling to his right. Has a little time to throw. Has an intended receiver. This ball is going to be going to number 21, J.J. Sanders. And this ball might be intercepted by number four, D'Angelo Alexander. And the official... Is indicating the interception going to Mr. D'Angelo Alexander. And that's, this is where the Bland Buccaneers will get it starting at their own 25-yard line. So I want to say that the Norseman's sixth or seventh turnover in this game so far. Came back and kind of hurt them. So now you don't know if Tasi Alexander kind of limping up at the end of that play, but he's all right. Let's just get off the field in his own power. So Landon's in his offense is ready to go. See what's going on right now. You kind of see that the officials and the coach for the Norseman, that being Zach Allen, kind of discusses some things. Trying to see what was the reasoning on debating on why it was an interception. Couldn't really redetermine. Really Couldn't really determine from here. When first we saw that it was an interception, but, you know, they had control of it. He just trying to get a clarification. This ball's going to be handed off to McAdoo. McAdoo making some nice cuts still on his feet, but there is going to be a penalty mark after finally being brought down by the gain of five yards. There's going to be a holding going against the Buccaneers. So it's going to push him back ten yards. So we're looking at a first and 20 now instead of a second and five. 6.48 remaining here in the fourth quarter. And the Buccaneers are just trying to run out the clock. 6.45 now here. Ball's now being officially spotted 
at the Buccaneers' 15-yard line. Landon's in the shotgun formation. Got two receivers to the left, two to the right. McAdoo's in the backfield with him. And now McAdoo and Landon's ready to go in the backfield. The ball's going to head out to McAdoo once again. This ball, McAdoo just putting that head down. Trying to see where he can get. He's going to say he picked up five yards. So McAdoo didn't pick up five yards on that run. So bring up a second down at 15 now for the Blend Buccaneers. See him get some scoring throughout college. Top 25. In the top 25, see what time the A&M game should kick off at 6 p.m. So they should have been started here in a little bit. So he's set to go here about 5.55 remaining here. The play clock is at 10 seconds. Landon's just eating up as much time as he can. This ball's going to be handed off. We'll take the hand off to McAdoo and, Mac, and Landon's going to keep it himself. And Landis is going to maybe pick up, say, three yards on that run. So we're looking at about a third and 12 now for the Plain Buccaneers. See, they try and take a chance downfield or just enough to pick up the first down to keep the drive alive. Y'all up 56 to 21. You don't want to do nothing. Bonehead. Just want to build the momentum and execute on little plays. Landis and his offense is ready to go. You got three receivers to the left, one to the right. Landis stepping in. There is some pressure applied. Landis is able to escape from it. And Landis is going to keep it himself. And Landis will have enough for the first down. And then some. Landis is able to pick up 14 yards on his feet. Zach so used to drive alive for the Buccaneers. A nicely job for lead blocking for the Buccaneers. That number six. That was Trey Schofield giving Landis. A little bit more yardage to work with to pick up the first down. So first and ten for the Buccaneers. Ball going to be spotted. They're roughly about their own 38-yard line. 440 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Landon's just kind of eating up the time now. The play clock is at 10 seconds. The game clock is at 436 now. Now he finally snaps the ball headed off the Magnum. Magnum trying to slip it through a little hole and finally going to be brought down after the positive yardage. Or positive forward motion, I should say. So he picked up a yard or two on the pin on the spot. Now coming in for McAdoo is going to be number 37. Land Young, the freshman running back. Let's say he picked up two yards and giving that to McAdoo. So to make up a second down and eight now for Buccaneers. Ball's being spotted at the Bucks 39-yard line. 3.55 remaining here. The play clock is at 10 seconds. Now Landon receives the match. He's going to keep it himself. Landon's hitting the outside. If I just slide down to avoid any unnecessary contact, there is a penalty marker here on the play. A late one coming at the end of the play. If it stands, we're looking at about a seven-yard game from Landis. She gets some quick scoring updates real quick while we have a Injured Norseman on the field, and his penalty markers will go against the Buccaneers. Unranked Iowa State ended up beating ranked 25 Oklahoma State 48 to 42. And Clemson ended up winning 63 to 3 against Wake Forest. Florida, ranked 22, is up 27 to 19 against LSU, ranked number five in the fourth quarter with a minute and 45 seconds remaining. 
Miami has finally taken the lead against Florida State, 28-27. to And Colorado has finally broken the tie, and they are up 28-21 to against Arizona State in the fourth quarter with seven minutes and ten seconds remaining. Ohio State is up 35-26. to The fourth quarter is about to start. And two minutes into the... Texas A&M and Kentucky game. The score is still zero to zero. So you keep an eye out now. I'm I'm low key re- rooting for Kentucky because I got some A&M friends. So um, don't kill me. But let's go Kentucky. Let's go Kentucky. Let's go Kentucky. <laughs> don't kill me, Corbin Payton. <laughs> Corbin, please. But it's all out of love. So set to go here. Third and fifteen now for. The Buccaneers, after the penalty marker was assessed against them, of uh, three minutes and 15 seconds, you got 14 seconds on the play clock. And Landon is just trying to eat up as much time as he can right now. Landon's in the shotgun formation. Landon's stepping back to pass. There's some blitz coming. Landon's looking to pass. Has an intended receiver. Schofer and Schofer couldn't come up. He was kind of underthrown. Tasi kind of gave up on it. He kind of went a little bit more full speed and gave a little effort. Kind of could have came up with it, but nevertheless, it's a fourth and 15 now for the Buccaneers. Clock stopped at 3.04, and Coach Mahon is going to bring out his punt out on the field. Back deep to receive the punt. It's like it's number 25 for them. That is number it's Williams. Damn, Williams a running back. Patty receives the kick with a snap. This was the second nice little roll. Excuse me, back deep was number 86, I should say, Eric Casey. So Pat's kick goes out of bounds, and the Norseman will get this to start. I'll say at the 34-yard line. 2.57 remaining here in the fourth quarter. The Buccaneers are leading by a score of 56-21 to 21 over the Northeastern Oklahoma A&M, Golden Norseman. Lots to say. And it's kind of a tongue twister. Kind of break it down like Northeastern, the Oklahoma A&M, and we just say the Northeastern. Neo. <laughs> Neo. That's a good one. Said to go ahead. Back in the quarterback now is going to be number 19. That's Guy Myers. And Guy Myers is going to keep this one himself. He's going to say he picked up. So he picked up about 18 yards in that run, so Myers... A new quarterback in, picking up 18 yards on that run by himself. So, 242 remaining here in the fourth quarter. And the Norsemen are at their own 48-yard line. Myers looking to pass now. Myers has an intended receiver. And this ball could have been picked off by number four. Xavier. Number four, D'Angelo Alexander. He has had an interception earlier in the game, earlier in the fourth quarter, I should say. Could have had a second one here. Was out of the reach of just about a tad bit. So that's going to stop the clock and bring up a second down and 10 now for the Norman. With the formation for Myers, you have two receivers to the left, two to the right. He's going to fake the handoff, making the pass, has an interception receiver. Ball almost caught. They're trying to say that. The Blit Buccaneers have it. But now they're just going to say that we're going to try to break it down. So the intended receiver was number 10 
for them. Let's see, number 10. Number 14, Cecil. Cecil Cohen kind of bobbled the pass. And the number 30 for the Buccaneers was there to apply the pressure of the hit. There's Kyrie Banner. And for a second, he thought he came up with it. So a low snap here. And Miles able to maintain it. But this is going to be a loss of negative yardage still in the play. So that's going to be a loss. About seven yards in that place. We're looking at a second and 17 now for the Norsemen. 145 remaining here in the contest. The Buccaneers on top by a score of 46 to 21. Myers is off his way to go back here. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Has enough time to throw. This ball's going to be complete to number 14 once again. It's Cole. Well, Cecil Cole, the third. And he was able to pick up, I want to say, about nine yards on the reception. I'm going to give him eight. So he picked up eight. So look at that, third and two now for the Norsemen. 115 remaining here in the fourth quarter. This ball's going to be kept by Myers. Myers is going to have enough for the first down, picking up three yards. So we're looking at a third, or well, a first and ten now for the Norsemen. One minute and six seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. And the Buccaneers will improve to a record of five and one overall. Myers pass is going to the receiver. Putting and this might this is what a catch. What a catch. Alexander was all over number eighty three. Benson and Benson did a nice job of staying with that. So that was a thirty one yard touchdown connection from Myers to Benson. And now the score is the Blink Buccaneers forty six. And the Northeastern Oklahoma A&M Golden Northman, 27 with the point at the attempt. The kick is up, and it is good. So with 49 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter, we'll take a quick break. The book is on top by a score, 56 to 28 over the Northman. How you doing? My name is Mike Prince. I am the host of the Mike Prince Show that is featured right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. We cover everything that's pertaining to sports on the local, regional, high school, and collegiate level. And join us for the latest and the greatest that's going on with the Hempstead Bobcats, the Waller Bulldogs, the Royal Falcons, the Rose Hill Christian Eagles, the Blend Buccaneers, the Prairie View A&M University Packers, the MEAC, and SWAC offices, and so much more. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Mike Prince Show. Our YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network. That is O-P-E-N, capital M-I-C, Broadcast Network. The Mike Prince Show, daily, right here at The Mike Broadcast Network. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are here in Brenham, Texas, where the Blimp Buccaneers are leading by a score of 56 to 28 over the Golden Norsemen. Have roughly about 49 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. 
that deep to us. We're not somebody's gonna get a return out of this one. So the Buccaneers will get this to start at their own twenty five yard line. So they're gonna take a knee and let this ball game conclude. So the Buccaneers will improve to a record of four five and one. I almost said four or five and one overall. And Northeast and Oklahoma will fall short to a record of four and two overall. This is what you needed if you are a brand Buccaneers football player to bounce back from last last year falling short by two the North Eastern team in the first meeting in the regular season and in the postseason. So the game of revenge for them this year. They show their dominance here. Also be handed off to number thirty-seven. That's being young, and young is going to pick up no yardage on that game. So going to make up second out and ten now. It's about eighteen seconds remaining here, and the play clock is at fourteen seconds. It's about a one-second differential between the play clock and the game clock. Game clock is now at six seconds. Now he's going to hike him now just to get a playoff. Marvin handoff to Young once again. Young's going to run this one himself and pick up about five yards in that run. But that will conclude the game here in Brenham, Texas. The Brent Buccaneers winning by a score of 46 to 28. We'll take a quick break and be right back to give you a game recap and some stats with our player of the game. The station designed with you in mind for all your local sports news, information, and updates. Keep it locked right here at 87.9 FM, the Open Mic Broadcast Network, Prairie View, Texas. This is Jim Phillips, the head football coach of Waller High School Bulldogs. Listen to the Open Mic. This is Coach Mike London of the Howard Bison, and you're listening to the Open Mic Network. How you doing? It's the radio guy, the doctor, Mike Prince, reminding you that you're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now. However, we'd like to remind you that we bring a lot more to the table than you may be aware of. Did you know about Our Journey Alive? It's a weekly talk show that features three dynamic women sharing their overcoming of domestic abuse and much, much more. You can listen to Sophia and the Gang each and every week right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. What about Prairie View United, also known as PVU? It's giving you up-to-date information going on throughout the city of Prairie View, Texas, and Waller County, Texas. Of course, there's the sports report that is breaking news of the world of athletics and the daily Mike Prince coverage of the Mike Prince Show right here at the Open Mike Broadcast Network. And for those who seek spiritual guidance, we even offer Sunday Morning Live, live broadcast of the Temple of Refuge Ministries brought to you each and every week right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. So be sure to check out what you've been missing by visiting the website at obnradio.com or you can dial 605-477-5066. And for those who happen to be within the Prairie View community, you can always check us out at 87.9 FM, the station designed with you in mind, serving the community through faith and athletics, the Open Mic Broadcast Network. 
My name is Roy Seal, head football coach at Hempstead High School, and you're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Hello, this is Coach Stephen Smith of the Lincoln University Blue Tigers, and you're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The Blint Buccaneers were able to be victorious over the Northeastern, North Oklahoma, Northeastern, excuse me, the Northeastern Oklahoma A&M College, the Golden Norseman by a score of 56 to 28. So I want to say that the Blaine Buccaneers control the whole part of this game. The whole, the whole part of this game, and want to give you some quick stats right now. Wayne Buccaneers ended the game with a total of a 648, 648 total of offense, and Oklahoma Northeastern had a total of 356 total offense. And so far, Mr. Singleton, you can say that. Buccaneers just controlled this thing. Well, I want to say from kickoff because they had a rough start, but it seemed they bounced back pretty quickly. Um, Not only was the starting quarterback, Davion Boyd, a problem for um, Oklahoma, but also when they put in the backup quarterback, he seemed to be able to drive down the field just as ever. Yeah, like, like he's been in the game the whole time. So Boyd was able to sustain that injury, just Coach Mahon didn't want to put him back in and risk anything else happening to his starting quarterback, but Landis did a nice job, as you're saying, being in the game, and there was just no answer for the Northeastern Oklahoma Golden Norsemen, so... It seemed they were able to apply pressure the entire game, but that pressure isn't enough when the quarterbacks are as mobile as as Blinn. Not at all, so, like I said, the Blinn Buccaneers come out this game being victorious by a score of 56 to 28. Did we ever get our player of the game who's going to come up here? Who is it? Corey Smith. Corey Smith, the wide receiver number 12. Corey Smith. So we're going to take a quick break until Corey Smith comes back and we'll give a player's um, perspective on how he thought today went. So we'll be right back after this. How you doing? My name is Mike Prince. I am the host of the Mike Prince Show that is featured right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. We cover everything that's pertaining to sports on the local, regional, high school, and collegiate level. And join us for the latest and the greatest that's going on with the Hempstead Bobcats, the Waller Bulldogs, the Royal Falcons, the Rose Hill Christian Eagles, the Blaine Buccaneers, the Prairie View A&M University Panthers, the MEAC, and SWAC, the conferences, and so much more. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Mike Prince Show. Our YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network. That is O-P-E-N, capital M-I-C, Broadcast Network. The Mike Prince Show, daily 
right here with the mic broadcast. Hi, this is Mike Prince, the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We want to thank you so much for being a part of today's programming as we've been providing sports coverage for our local and regional high school and collegiate student-athletes. We could not get this done without your continued support. We are asking if you would simply visit our website at obnradio.com, become a listening partner to help us continue providing programs we ask if you could join forces with us by making a commitment of 17 cents a day. It comes out to $5 a month, $60 a year. We will be able to continually to go out and provide you the up-close and personal interviews, game coverage, student-athlete highlights, and much, much more. Please visit our website today at obnradio.com. Click on the PayPal button and become a listening partner today. How you doing? It's the radio guy, the Dr. Mike Prince, reminding you that you're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now. However, we'd like to remind you that we bring a lot more to the table than you may be aware of. Did you know about Our Journey Alive? It's a weekly talk show that features three dynamic women sharing their overcoming of domestic abuse and much, much more. You can listen to Sophia and the gang each and every week right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. What about Prairie View United, also known as PVU? It's giving you up-to-date information going on throughout the city limits of Prairie View, Texas, and Waller County, Texas. Of course, there is the sports report that is breaking news of the world of athletics and the daily Mike Prince coverage of the Mike Prince Show right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And for those who seek spiritual guidance, we even offer Sunday Morning Live, live broadcast of the Temple of Refuge Ministries, brought to you each and every week right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. So be sure to check out what you've been missing by visiting the website at obnradio.com or you can dial 605-477-5066. And for those who happen to be within the Prairie View community, you can always check us out at 879FM, the station designed with you in mind, serving the community through faith and athletics, the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Here in the booth with me is none other than Corey Smith. I want to congratulate you, Mr. Smith. You are our player of the game. And I want to say you had two touchdowns in roughly over 100 yards. That's unofficial. It's uh, our stats for tonight. But how did you feel? How do you feel playing under Coach Mahon and leading y'all to the night just to pick up this victory for y'all? You know, well, Coach Mahon, you know, he he's a great man overall. And at the, at the end of the day, I wouldn't want to play for no one other than Coach Mahon. And I mean, just just what he brings to the table. You know, every day, you know, you learn something from him, and it's just like. Uh, it's a person you would want to look up to, a guy that you would want to admire and just be around every day because he could definitely brighten it if you're having a bad day. Okay, so did you come out expecting to have as big as a game as you did tonight? Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the mindset, the mindset was to have a big game. But, you know, with 
with the guys I have around me, you know, it's very possible because them guys are good as well, mm-hmm. and, you know, and they and make the play just as I can. And, you know, it's just like that's what goes on with the receiver course. Every game, you know, our mindset is to come out and dominate and destroy the defense. Yeah, so, so it was kind of a rocky start at first. You know, they kind of took the lead going into So how did that feel from y'all bouncing back and taking over the game pretty much after that second drive from y'all, you know, leading the game? You know, there was no looking back after that. Well, well de- defense, you know, our, our defense is real good, you know, from the line to the linebacker to the secondary. And and whenever we get that slow little start, you know, defense going to always keep us keep us within range and then where the offense can come back and, you know, put a drive together, execute, and then go from there. And then it ain't no looking back at that point. And yes, sir, like I said, we did mention earlier during the time, let's tell those commercial break that, you did get defeated by the team last year twice. Once was in the regular season, and then once was in the postseason. So how does this feel for you just coming back here at home to seek out a revenge game and kind of prove this point that y'all never should have really beat us at this point? Well, with them beating us last year, you know, like, we, yeah, we know they shouldn't have beat us. But at the end of the day, it was behind us, and we just prepared. You know, we prepared for this game. And, you know, with us being mentally prepared and having a great practice preparation, you know, it was, you know, it was bound. And, you know, we brought it all and left it all out here today, and we knocked off any out. All right, so to conclude this uh, interview, um, you want to give out any shout-outs to anybody out there special to you, man? Yeah, I got, you know, I got big brother. You know, I got big cousin. Shout-out to D.D. Westbrook, you know, Jacksonville Jaguar. Shout out to my big brother Stephen Townsend. You know he's doing his thing out there in Dallas. You know, and the rest of the Go Crazy gang, and the, my family. You know, and the Blend family. You know, the Blend football team. You know, them guys are something special. Each and every one of them. And I and I just love being around them. And and we just gonna continue to practice and take a, a game at a time and win next week. I want to congratulate you, Mr. Smith, on a, an excellent game. Uh, being our player of the game. Wish y'all best of luck for next week. And that will conclude here tonight. Um, Mr. Smith and the Buccaneers leading the charge and defeating the Northwestern Golden Norseman by a score of 56-28. to 28. I was your host, Philip Prince. Alongside me, with me was Alan Bowdry and Cameron Singleton. Until then, we'll see you on the other side. You be blessed and have a beautiful rest of your night. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus